Well, everybody, welcome to RPG Cast episode 173 for the week of April 16th, 2011. That's right, it's almost Portal 2 release time. But before we start jumping through walls, I've got a bunch of people who've taken their time out of buying 45 copies of the Potato Sack collection in order to make the game release early. That's right, first off, it's John Yearworth. I'm still irritated. Just in general? Uh, for some reason, I'm, I'm now the irritated British the guy. The irritated I, I British? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you got I, I that either. I don't know how I've got this... No. Yeah, it's a real mystery. All right. Roy Burnett, our, 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 irrita- our not-so-irritated faux British, right? <laughs> All right. No, I'm happy this week. Oh, good. I'm glad you're happy. I'm glad you're happy. <laughs> someone Quinn who's is always, our Charlie Sheen. Yes, someone who's always happy. Winning. <laughs> Emmanuel Marino. Hi. <laughs> Apparently not so always happy. And sounds like he's talking through the end of a subwoofer. What's going on there, Manny? Remember, I did have oral surgery recently? Yeah? You can't open so wide. Really? Oh. That must be really affecting your Friday nights. All right, finally, uh, next we have Cassandra Ramos. I think that was a penis insertion to mouth joke. No, why would I do that? Cassandra Ramos <laughs> is joining us for the first time ever. Hello. Hello. That's strawberry eggs for you people who don't know. She likes to call in. Now she gets right. to be on. Yes. <laughs> and finally, the star of our music segment, <laughs> Garrett Lindquist, a.k.a. G-Dog Tuck. Hello. Look at that. Now you can hear him talk instead of just making pretty music. I don't know what <laughs> to do with all that. All right. Yeah, yay. All right. <laughs> All right, well, we're started. Thank you guys in the chat room for choosing to watch us instead of the instance, those dirty jerks. Um, we, we love you here. And uh, then we can go listen to the instance later on our iPods. But uh, we, we like to stream 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, every week. And we stream it live wait, here wait, for wait. you. Wait, wait, wait. The instance is on right now? Yeah. I'll talk to you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if you I'll be come, his replacement. If you come during our like live him. stream, you get to hang out with people like Wolf. Please don't perpetuate that. Eric K. <laughs> Cypher in the Snow. Severin Mira. And Chat, which is great. I don't know why his name is And Chat. Oh, that's Art Raider. All right. Cavalier. Funatman. Oh, he just left. I guess you don't get to hang out with him. Sir Erdrick. And other awesome people as well. So, there's some shout outs. So, yeah. All right. I hope you realize that Severin Mirror works for the website, right? I know, but you can still hang out with him. <laughs> what? Manny, stop posting links to the instance. <laughs> oh, he's... Yeah, why is he posting links to the competitor? We can't give them hits. <laughs> if we give them hits, they win. I'm just saying, their site is so fancy. Look at this. They have two Ustreams on the page and a little chat box underneath and a fancy logo, and you can look at both of the people talking at the same time. Oh, they actually hey, don't use Matt, that anymore. <laughs> they Matt, actually don't you, use uh, that If site. you want to make the improvements, you're, you're welcome to become a coder for the site. Mm-hmm. And commenting on someone else's... And the commenting on the quality of someone else's site doesn't mean we have to do the same thing. Actually, nah, it just makes it sound like you're complaining about it. They actually no, I was don't... complaining. I said they do good work. It's very fancy and impressive. Um, it was really nice. I think it was great. Well, you I, should I don't complain see why to I had to, to, to do that. You should complain to Mist and have him make the site prettier then. They actually don't use the site you just linked anymore. Since Randy left the show, oh. they now use this site, which is um, a little bit simpler. 
But uh, oh. That's because, not as fancy and nice. Well, now they don't have Randy. They don't have two cameras because they have three people now doing the show and all that stuff. So anyway, enough about the instance. <laughs> We're not the instance. We're the RPG cast, people. I wanted to throw in <laughs> profanity there, and it just seemed inappropriate. So <laughs> make fun of all our listeners. Thank you for listening to the show. I'm sorry that you've had to listen to it this far, but we're going to make it better now. Starting off with feedback. All right. So this week's discussion topic was, what was your favorite RPG-related plushie? How did we pick this? this I don't crazy. know. I'm a noodle came noodle up with picked it. it. So <laughs> it's appropriate that the first pick is from Noodle herself. Sarah McGar says, my favorite RPG game plushie is my cactar. It's posable. <laughs> I, I try to keep it away from Kirby, though. Non-RPG speaking, it's my Kirby plushie. Non-game related, it's my Renji doll. Those are the stuff she likes. Next up, Roy, you had one. What was yours? Mine was my King Slime plushie. That's pretty cool. And then you have a Chappie from Bleach, which is... Isn't that the name of Rukia's bag or something? Yeah, it, it, it's a rabbit hat. Oh, okay. Plushy hat. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> but I really want to get a King Slime Bean Bag. Wow, that would be awesome. Do they make those? I, yeah, they're, but they're like 100 USD. Well, you know, bean bags are good bean bags are expensive. I don't know if this is a good bean bag. This is probably just an expensive bean bag. You want to be paying for quality. Yeah, like the sumo bean bags. They cost a bit, but they're like really nice. And they, How they expensive are they? Uh, they're They're huge to begin with. Sumo Lounge. Them, so. You go to Sumo Lounge. They like to sponsor podcasts, but they don't sponsor ours. Let's see. The Sumo Omni. That's kind of the standard one that people buy. $149. Is that something like the Love Sack that you see in malls? Um, do they have the Love Sack? They may have had the Love Sack at one point. I don't think it's the same. Oh, wait. No, oh, it's okay. not. Love Sack is a competitor. They've got like a comparison. Sumo Lounge versus Love Sack. Why you should buy our stuff instead. Nice. <laughs> so they've got they've got the Sumo Gamer designed for like gamers. Oh, that looks nice. Yeah, I like that one better. How much is that? 100, 200 bucks, basically. Unless you want it in corduroy, then it's 220 That looks that's, nice. Uh, that's quite expensive. It is. The Love Sacks are like 500 bucks. I mean, as far as I've seen. But good beanbags are expensive. That's what I'm trying to say. I've actually uh, I've gotten to sit on some Omnis at PAX. They have them there every year, and they are actually quite nice. Though I, I would like to try one of those gamers. They need a good return policy. How do you ship something like that? It's so huge. All right, so next, box. next up, Sam, yeah, thank you, a box. You're right. What was I thinking? <laughs> Sam Marcello. At that point, I think it's cheaper to drive it back yourself. It might be. Sam Marcello wrote in and said, I own a ton of gaming-related plushies, but the latest one I acquired came from Ocelot. That's Becky Cunningham, who managed to grab me one of these babies while at PAX East. And she linked a Pixar 2, her Chibi Terasu from um, Okamiden. So that's a nice that's a nice plushie. I want one. I, everyone wants that one. That's a great one. Strawberry eggs, you had one. What was your plushie pick? Cassandra? She's dead. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Her pre order story? Hello. Yes? We couldn't hear you. <laughs> Talk now. Uh, can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> what was your favorite uh, game-related plushie? <laughs> oh, it just uh, dropped no, her. 
The internet hates her. There you go, everyone. That's a lesson to you. Speak when spoken to. <laughs> the internet <laughs> drops you. you. <laughs> Chris is evil like that. Yeah. Wow. Wait, I didn't... Can, sorry, speak up. Speak up, Cassandra. Gone. <laughs> I didn't do it. It's her connection or something. <laughs> well, for some uh, filler, it, I don't own any of those. And I feel like an outcast. You do. You are an outcast. You are an outcast, Garrett. You should own more. <laughs> I'm now ashamed that I don't own like a Pokemon plushie. You, you need at least one. I didn't one. think that would happen today. Hell, I have a plushie of a Nara deer from Japan. I mean, I've got plushies of everything, man. That's uh, a fun Nara one. Deer? Yeah, uh, there's a place in Japan called Nara. It's a city park. Oh, area place. yeah, yeah, okay. I and all the deer about. come out and they assault I know. you trying to eat your body. Because they want your food. Oh, it dropped the whole call. Sweet. Now I dropped. All right. Is Strawberry Wait. at least back? Anyway, the point I'm is back. there's a place in Japan called Nara where they try to, to strip the meat from your body. These killer deers. Actually, they just, they, just eat, they just eat food that you give them. And it's really fun. And it's a deer park. Anyway, I got a plushy deer from that. That is not RPG related. Cassandra. Let's try this again. Yes. What is your favorite okay. game-related plushie? Again, my Charizard plush, and I got several years ago at a convention. Aha! Why won't, it, why won't its neck stay up? Because uh, it's, what, like at least eight years old, I imagine? Probably it more. needs like a wire in there or something. Wait, Cass, you, you have leaner inverse? Yeah. Where the hell did you get that? Because I've got someone in my household who would kill for something like that. I got her at a convention. Uh, I mean, I don't know where they got it from, but. Oh, man. Google it. I need to go and try and track. I need to try and track this down. No? Okay. (laughs) I've got a uh, housemate of mine's massive Slayers fan. Well, I saw a logo for Nation, so I'm guessing they somehow put it out. But I don't know. It's got to be somewhere else. Oh, yeah, and for, for anyone that wants the King Slime plushie, they're really cheap. You can get them from Square Enix's store for either 15 euro, 20 USD. The Square Enix Shop, which you can find yeah. at square-enix-shop.com. Mm-hmm. And pick your country. That's nice. Their store is usually poorly organized. Like, for a while, they had two separate stores, and you never knew which one you were in. It's really confusing. I don't know how to do It's better now. Is it? All right, Mm -hmm. so I found the plus section. Let's see what they've got. They've got a black mage chocobo, a white mage chocobo, and a reading chocobo. I have all those. They're missing a chocobo. Actually, they're missing the Christmas chocobo. Um, Are you sure it's on that site? Yeah, it's in the Dragon Quest section. Oh, of course. Why would it be in the plus section? (laughs) What was I thinking? (laughs) Um... Yeah, I don't see it. I must be. I'm on a different shop than you. You'll have to, you'll have to figure that out later. Because I'm on SquareEnixShop.com and I don't see it. Are you in the Europe section? Is your shop better in Europe? Maybe. Uh, yeah, let's you must see be in the Europe section. Dragon Quest. I know. I just saw it in here the other day. Yeah. Let me check it. I don't see it. You'll have to find it. Anyway, so, Cassandra, I need to know. Where did you get that Mr. Rossetti plushie? Wow, this connection is working great today. <laughs> I 
can't even hear her talking. Oh, well, she has a Mr. Rossetti plushie from Animal Crossing, which I think is awesome. And eventually she'll be able to talk yes, again. Yes, that I do. Yeah, where did you get that from? <laughs> I get, uh, my sister got that from the Nintendo World Store for my birthday two oh, years ago, I believe. That's so awesome. Is that the one in, like, New York or Seattle or something? Yes, yeah, the one in New York. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. My favorite, of course, is my Smug Leaf, but we've been over Smug Leaf a lot on this show. <laughs> Smug Leaf's awesome. He's my current favorite. The Prinnies starred on a lot of RPG casts, so that's good, too. Uh, Clicks wrote in and said, I have a bunch of old Pokemon plushies. Two Eevee, a Cyndaquil, a Togepi, and a Butterfree. So I guess that that's a lot of picks. Oh, John. you know, I, I oh, remember yeah. now, I, I didn't get the, it wasn't on Square Enix Shop, it was on Amazon. Oh, okay. That's where I got it from. All right. Uh, John, you had a couple picks. Uh, yeah, I, I have a, a Tonberry and um, the Red Scarf Hero Prinny, nice. um, which I bought at the same time as um, my housemate imported the special edition of uh, Disgaea 2 from Nisa's store a while back. So we also have a Lahal plushie somewhere in the house. Lahal Prinny plushie at that. Cool. So, But it's not in that photo. All right. Um, finally, we have, no, not finally. You have a lot of models too, right? That's something you're yeah, all Yeah, I do. Hmm. Oh, wow. I, I, I'm personally, I am more of a model kit collector than plushie collector. It, but, well, I, I, someone suggested later in the, um, uh, later in the thread that, uh, this week's, uh, conversation topic could be about model kits rather than, um, plushies. Hmm. I'm going to take a random stab that most of them are mecha. Uh, wow, I mean, yeah, you, yeah. you think? <laughs> well, that's what all the models are. And then he has that one of those nice Square Enix statues for Valkyrie Profile. That's not mine, it's my housemate's. Uh, I've seen that statue at a, a few events, it's really nice. That statue's yeah. really expensive. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it was, uh, I think he got it for 200 quid. Yeah. Maybe. I have the two uh, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children statues with Cloud and Sephiroth fighting each other. Those were expensive. Ah, yes. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a Tifa in one of the um, cabinets downstairs that belongs to him, but I don't think it's the Advent Children one. Mm. So and oh and um, uh, Cloud on his Harley, which was done by Kotobukiya. <laughs> I don't think it's a. I don't think it's actually a Harley. I think it is actually listed as one. That's the strange thing. That's kind of weird. Did you know that there is a Nintendo DS Dragon Quest slime that you plug your DS Lite into and it's a speaker? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That is brilliant. So, yeah, this is so weird. I'm going to link it to you all in the chat room. How much is it, though? $24. It's like no one's buying them, so they're cheap. So... Nice, but you have a slime between you and the DS while you're playing. It's, it's not a stand the most too. Yeah, it's a stand. It's not very ergonomic. I mean, you're supposed to be huddled over this thing. I don't know how this works. This is very interesting, and it's kind of squishy because it's a slime, and there's a speaker in it, and you plug your DS into it, and it, and it's a speaker, and it's weird. I guess your hands rest on it. Looks like. Yeah. That's so strange. I'm trying to figure out if it's any good or not. 
That's the perfect reminder to beat Dragon Quest for me as I'm playing my DS. Is it? Constantly. (laughs) If you use this as your speaker for everything, you'd be like, oh, I didn't beat Dragon Quest yet. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It'll provide me constant shame. They've also got plushies for the the fake treasure chests in Dragon Quest and the smile smiles, which they look so cute until they open their mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm weird okay so what else we got we've got some other plushy sendings ridia the mist says an axel an espon and a moogle it's probably espion oh what's axel oh is that from kingdom hearts kingdom hearts i didn't know they made plushies of that Hmm. well it's square enix what are you expecting they also have a uh death note plushie which is just strange Oh, um, yeah, they did do... I think they did do plushies of all of the characters. That's weird. Jap- I, Japanese video games and animes have plushies of everything. That's a should strange know that by now. thing. I think the only thing I own out of that is I just own one of the... I just own a Death Note. Hmm. <laughs> Why not? Hmm. All right. Um, Emerald Suzaku says, a Vivi, a Vivi plushie. So. I'm jealous. I I want a Vivi plushie. Let's see, that's on Amazon. I love you. It's a great Vivi game. Vivi is awesome. Yeah, that is a great game. Vivi, Vivi, yeah. Vivi. If I search for Vivi plushie on Amazon, I get a Moogle from Final Fantasy XI. Which... Um, okay, that'll do too. Is it authentic? Huh. Yeah, I guess it Probably. is. Probably. Uh, Amazon cool. Amazon US does actually uh, sell the um, Lunar Inverse plushie, actually, and it's actually very cheap. Nice. So. The Moogle plushie is kind of cool. Oh, there's Lunar Inverse, seven dollars and eighty-two cents. Nice. Yeah. yeah the con. Hmm. Okay, uh, and finally, last plushie thing of the day: Von Beardley, who first praises my Curtis Prinny for being awesome, says, I only have the plushie from Devil Summoner 2, which is, um, I think that's the Jack Frost that's designed to look like the main character, Rido. <laughs> so that's Raiho. Raiho, sorry. No, that's the name of the plushie, the doll. Oh, okay. Raiho, alright. And he does have a really cool Dragon Quest slime controller for his PS2, which I remember seeing and thinking, this is not a comfortable way to play. <laughs> Search for Dragon Quest Slime Controller. Uh, that should still be on Amazon. No, it's not. Oh, that's too bad. You have to find that somewhere. Um, you Google that. That was out there for a while. It's a PS2 controller with. It's a slime. If you look at it upright, if you turn it upside down, though, there's the controllers on the bottom. So I was like, what? <laughs> Pretty strange. Wow, that's expensive. People are overcharging for certain Dragon Quest products here on Amazon. What a shock. Wow. Don't buy from it. Be careful when you buy from Amazon. If you see a metal slime uh, for $45 on Amazon, you might be getting ripped off. Go look elsewhere like the official Screenix's stores. Well, the thing is about Amazon is you always want to buy from Amazon directly. Yeah, but some of these things aren't available from Amazon directly. So you're going through third-party well, uh, sellers. Which is why you're better, like you said, you're better off going to Square Enix. Yeah, I suppose so. Wow, it's a plush metal slime bubble. Like the puddle of metal slimes. Liquid metal slimes. That's interesting. Hmm. All right, so anyway, 
There's plushes of everything. Now, a couple real letters. If you'd like to send us real letters, you email us at podcast.rpgamer.com. We love to read them right here on the show. We also take your phone calls at 608-729-4098, and we play your MP3s that you send into podcast.rpgamer.com. We also read your message forum posts at board.rpgamer.com. That's where all those plushy posts came from. Now, we got a couple emails. First off, from Remy, says, Long-time listener, first and foremost, I want to say your podcast is my favorite gaming cast right now. Well, thank you for that compliment. I appreciate the work you guys put into the show and thoroughly enjoy every episode. However, I want to remark on your last episode, if I can. You made a very bold statement saying that Magna Carta 2 is the best JRPG on current-gen consoles, and I have to tell you that I definitely do not agree with that. I do own and have played through Magna Carta 2, but I have to say I think there are far better JRPGs out on the current-gen market than that. However, it was a good game, and I'm not saying it was bad in any way. Well, actually, you were kind of saying it's not as good as others so in sort of you were in someone if someone were to ask me what i think is the best jrpg on the current gen today i would say star ocean for the ps3 wow um, ouch however uh, however well, i sorry, do what the, the the quote the quote in question were we joking about that one um no magna card 2 is actually considered to be rather good so i don't know but star ocean is not This is a weird statement. All right. Is that the game with the cookie thief? Let's just finish it up. However, I do think that Star Ocean, Lost Odyssey, Eternal Sonata, Folklore, um, if you can count it as a JRPG, Final Fantasy XIII, Resonance of Fate, and uh, let's see, Nier and White Knight Chronicles are better than Magna Carta in many ways. Okay, you're crazy. White Knight Chronicles is not better than any game in many ways. In fact, I'm still playing through Atelier Verona, and I'm enjoying it more than Magna Carta as well. I will say that Magna Carta is better than other, and, than other games, such as Infinite Undiscovery, Last Remnant... Okay, first of all, he has Infinite Undiscovery listed as a PC game. It was on the Xbox, too. Last Remnant, Blue Dragon, Cross Edge, Last Rebellion, and the like. Okay, you're just... This is so wrong. Obviously, you're welcome to your opinion, and I'm not trying to say my opinion is more accurate than yours in any way. Well, I'm glad you're not, as that would be a moronic statement. I would, however, like to say that if you believe Magna Carta is the best currently and have yet to play Star Ocean, Resident of Fate, or Eternal Sonata, then please do so and see if your mind will be changed. You know, I wish he just would have just said this holy mill. Uh, I don't like Magna Carta 2. I think it's kind of crappy. Every other game I've ever played on that's a Japanese RPG on the PS3 I think is better. Period. <laughs> that's what he said, basically. <laughs> you know, it's like this big, long, like, just just say, I don't like Magna Carta 2. Magna... Done. White Knight Chronicles <laughs> is not better than Magna Carta 2. I'm sorry. <laughs> that game is way too mediocre. Uh, Magna... Well, you know, I haven't played Magna Carta 2, so maybe I'm completely wrong. I'm trusting people I trust, and maybe I'm wrong to do that. I, I'm sad that everybody hates Infinite Undiscovery, because I kind of like that game, but I understand that. Hey, I didn't think uh, Last Remnant was too bad. On the PC, did you play it? Yeah, I played on the PC. Yeah, yeah. That, that's probably why. Which is arguably the much better version. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I think they said on the Game of the Year podcast in a way that it was the least unplayable version. <laughs> <laughs> they have such a way with words, those guys. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, let's just move on from that. Shadow4699 writes in once again, says, Hey, guys, Shadow4699 once again. I'm typing it in big letters because someone said Shadow with some other numbers. You do that once again, and I'll smack you with a Sonic hat. I would like to see that happen. I would like to see you come and smack me with a Sonic hat, hey, Mr. Shadow with some other so numbers. Violent. They are very violent. Angry and bitter. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, here's my question. What would your dream RPG console 
What would be your dream RPG console? When I say this, I mean if you could create your own console just for RPGs, would it be handheld or home console? Would it be disc or cartridge-based? By cartridge, I don't mean N64, unless you actually liked how big they were. I mean DS cartridges. Also, can you can put UMDs under discs? Yes, you can, because they are discs. Analog or D-pad? How many buttons? A keyboard? Don't bring up 3D visuals, because the whole depth doesn't do anything, unless Kingdom Hearts 3D actually proves me wrong. By this, I mean there was a discussion about the game utilizing the 3D depth. Okay, that's my question. What's your dream RPG console? What's its features? And, and remember, Chris, Shadow 4699. Shadow and a bunch of numbers after it. There is a 4, a 6, and two nines. Also, I'm <coughs> making another RPG cast novel. This one will be much longer, and Manny won't be sad because he'll have a story. And it wasn't a fan fiction. Oh, no. Okay, bye for now. <laughs> Hasta la bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just go ahead and skip that question? No, no. What's our favorite? What would our dream RPG console be? I have one right off the bat. All right, go uh, for it. Go for it. Whatever they had in Dot Hack Sign the Anime, where you just put on the visor and you're in an MMORPG as an actual person in, in virtual reality, that would be my dream RPG. Call me crazy. Didn't that fry your brain if some bad stuff happened to you? Yeah, actually, well, I was going to say everything. Everything that happened in Dot Hack with the whole, without the whole, whole you know, coma thing, because that was kind yeah, of yeah, minus bad. the coma and forgetting that you're actually a girl and thinking you're a guy, kind of thing. But yeah, like, whoa, hey, not there's anything wrong with that. That happened no, in all the good parts. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I only watched the. I only watched log in, so I never really understood what was going on because they don't resolve anything. Sign with sign was pretty fun, and yeah, you know, I agree with that. You know, the funny thing is, I'm thinking, like, what he based on what he listed, all these options, I'm thinking, PC, it does everything he listed. And yeah, more. but you can't play it on your nice television. Yeah, you can. You hook it up. Yeah, yeah HDMI. same. Then you have to run all no, these like, cables, and you need you your PC. That, you can do it with Chris. Who you has need a PC to run in the same room as from your... I know, I know, I know. But how many has a anyway, nice but... PC next to their TV? I bring mine downstairs occasionally. Yeah, that's a lot of work to do every time we want to play a game, isn't it? Yeah, but games, but PCs and laptops are getting more powerful all the time. Pretty soon, like just but they will you'll always, have like a simple like MacBook Air, and that but the can laptops do are you always going to trail behind. I mean, you're 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 saying there's going to be some parity stage where we just don't care about improvements to the hardware anymore. Well, you can argue. Well, that's a different conversation for a tech podcast. But you can argue that's already happened, but. I'm just saying, get, as technology continues to get better, you, you try you'll and be able run, to do more and more with right. less. I'm going to say, you try and run <clears throat> Dragon Age 2 with its high-res texture pack and DX11 on your old laptop. That ain't going to happen. I'm not talking about now. We're talking about like future stuff. As, as things go forward, tech is just going to continue well, to get how better. how many and... years do I have to wait for this? <laughs> not very long, honestly. All right. You'd be surprised I, how, I, how competent a 13-inch yeah. MacBook Pro is or like a... Your base, uh, MX, wait, what's the M11X from Alienware? That's an 11 You want inch to PC. play the new games on whatever this is going to be, right? Not the old games. Yeah, but those those baseline things are just going to keep on getting better and better. And then look at you. You have like a 17-inch MacBook Pro with blah, blah, blah card and like all this stuff. It's just you hook it up. It's Everything's going to be wireless. Everything's going to be great. Hook up a controller if you want to. Download it all on Steam, blah, blah, blah. So we need to we need to have people start making RPGs for the PC using a baseline hardware spec from two years ago, is what you're saying. 
I am the. Who did I say that? Well, did that's what that's what that? that's what you're that's below? what you're asserting, that? right? That's what you're asserting. Like if we're no, gonna use I am the, not asserting that. If I we're gonna make it that. so everyone can play it, it has to be an older spec. Always. Okay, first of all, a lot of PC makers have been doing that anyway for like the last several years. Uh, not all. A lot. I said a lot. I didn't say all. Well, all the games I care about seem to need bigger PCs. Like, so you're going to be getting uh, Battlefield like, 3? No, like Mass Effect 2 oh, and well, Dragon that, Age that's 2. Like, look, that's what really needs a you bigger... You can't run Mass Effect 2. You can, but they... <laughs> you can't run Mass Effect 2 on an older MacBook. You, you can't, can't run, run anything on MacBook. Get it to see. <laughs> MacBooks suck. No, they do. Four games. Uh... Yeah, it depends. Yeah, I mean, if you try to run Mass Effect Two on like an Intel integrated chip, you've got to turn like everything down. It's no fun. Well, why the hell are you trying to run Mass Effect? I don't on know. A I'm Mac? just trying to establish where where how we can already do this. That he said we Ma- can already Ma- do Mas- this. You can already do this on PC. MacBooks MacBooks suck for games. Everyone in the known are, universe knows this. Are you telling me this. your mom who just bought like this new laptop that from Dell that costs seven hundred dollars is going to be able to run Mass Effect Two well? Probably Wait, not. Seven thousand dollar PC. Seven hundred, seven hundred, not seven thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, seven thousand. You know what I mean? It can run it well enough that most people will be satisfied. And if you just get like a decent laptop, I mean desktop nowadays, right. you can or even put like a little bit of effort into it. Sounds like you we're can get a really good. Sounds like we're sacrificing graphics to me. But all right. But you're not even you don't even want to play games like Battlefield Three. Actually, requires the bleeding edge. I know. That's why I don't think we're here yet. I don't think we're at that point yet because of that. But, but it's just going to get better. Uh, it just seems like a it just seems like a silly argument because you're saying I want it right now, and I'm saying as time goes on, I'm saying we're it, picking the reason we're designing a console is because we're not there with PC yet, right? I mean, if we had like this magic box that we could all customize however we want, and all our games would work on it, then there's no reason to design a console, right? No. No? All right. Well, whatever. No, no, there is a reason to design a console, but just different reasons from what you're listing. All right, fine. It just seems right. bizarre. I, 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 someone help. Referee, what are we debating? Oh, well, we're trying what's, to decide what's, what's your the... your dream game console? <laughs> dream RPG console. It makes RPG it sound like we have an infinite, like, amount of money. Oh, the call dropped again. That's funny. Keeps happening. I'll fix it. Yeah. Somehow, this is funny, guys. Somehow, Cassandra keeps bombing the call. <laughs> when she drops, the call drops. It's really funny. All right. Oh, and we lost Roy, too. All right. So, what were we saying? Well, um, right, yeah. To get these guys we do have an infinite budget because we're designing the hardware, but um, we probably don't want the hardware to be super expensive. So, here, let me ask some other questions besides just. How, yes, if you had a perfect PC and, and games were developed for a hardware baseline that everyone could reasonably get to, well, that would do it. But I don't think we're there yet. So what, what, what would you put in, if you were designing a piece of hardware to do all this, what are the important features? I, w- I would say I would make a console. Oh, shoot. What? Did I get draft? Oh, no, okay, you're here. sorry. I thought you're I got here. draft. No, no. Um, I, would, I would design a console with removable parts, basically. Kind of like the concept of a PC but I would have, let's say you could do like the processor and the video card in one chip, 
And as the console starts to age, you provide like a a free upgrade for, or not a free upgrade, I'm sorry, but like a paid upgrade. Like five years down the line, you bring out this, this new box that you put, that you take out the old box from the console and you put in the new one and it has a new processor, new video card. Yeah. And that will start running. You realize that is the entire console itself, right? So, I mean, if you're making a $500 console, you just buy the new console in five years and you've replaced everything. And you don't have to worry about splitting your audience. Like who has the xbox point two and who has the xbox point one and who has the xbox point five i think that's why they don't do it right now that way um there's a thing about fixed hardware configurations that makes them easy to develop for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and when you can focus a lot of stuff and not having to run like run an operating system and a bunch of stuff in the background and just focus on you know the core game the apis I, yeah I, I know you're trying to save some money by by just replacing a couple components you know, generally at that point, there's so much that's changing, and the cost differential is not worth it. So I don't, I don't know if that's going to work out. But no, that's all right. So, all right. So that's we've got upgradable. Pro- let's let's just put everybody's idea and see what we end up with. So we've got upgradable processor and video card. <laughs> Someone else contributed an idea. What else? What, what what's our input like? Are we all are we all playing on slime controllers? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so all right, we got slime controllers. What else we got? <laughs> let's let's do this. Are we using discs or cartridges? I actually like cartridges because of the lower load times. Yeah, let's do cartridges. All right, Why cartridges. Not just do all digital. Oh, all digital. How about digital? Games, digital the games, are, the games are sold on ridiculously cheap solid state drives that you just plug into the console. How's oh. that? Well, that's a bit imaginative, but okay, let's do that. <laughs> Can, no, but I want to download them. Can we download them? You know what, though? Since this is the RP gamer or like the RPG player's dream console, if yeah. you don't digitally download, you should still be mailed the instruction booklet. Because oh, no, you're absolutely right. We can't do downloads because then we can't have collector's editions. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're, we're, doing, we're doing cartridges so we can get collector's editions. Um, with... No, I say, sell, sell, put the game on oh, solid sorry, state Plug in a solid, solid state hard drives and just call them cartridges. We can upload because... our games, oh yeah, from the hard drives to the cloud or something to back them up, all right? So that'll, that'll take care of that. We can still get our collector's edition then. All right. Why don't you just do what Blizzard does? What? Sell the disc, but it doesn't really matter. Yes. All right. Got it. All right. But it's going to be a cartridge because we want the fast load times. <laughs> but you're not even going to use the cartridge. As I say, solid state. <laughs> the future we're using solid state drives manny come on five hundred dollars a piece for games <laughs> hey i said you said you wanted to be imaginative all right so we got solid state cartridges with a registration code that makes the cartridge not necessary but allows us to still get collector's editions um god um analog or d-pad can't we have both 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 all right so we got we got both some games need one, some names need the other. All right. And let's see. I'm having to keep calling people on Skype. Uh, what else? We have how many buttons? Super Nintendo controller number buttons, PS2 no- controller number buttons, or just double that? Let's have extra buttons everywhere. Uh, eight's usually enough. Where are they yes. on the slime? I don't know. Okay. Show me where on the slime the buttons are. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I hear, all I hear, I'm so distracted. Boof, boof. 
Oh, you guys still have your sounds on? I'm sorry. I can't fix that. Uh, should mute your Skype sounds. Let's see. I, don't, I don't know. I, I think what the point I was trying to make earlier is like... Oops. I just hung up on everybody. <laughs> I fail at this today. Missed a couple episodes. Hey, there's there's oh, Cassandra. Hey. Yes. We've hey. been on chatting, waiting for you two to come back. Wow, I've got two separate calls going, basically. The call split. This is weird. We'll kick everyone off the other one and come on this one. I just accidentally hung up that call, and now I called everybody again, and now I'm on this call. So this is cool. We're designing our dreamed RPG console on the other side. So let's see. <laughs> We've decided that it's got um, slime controllers. It's going to use cartridges so that we can still have collector editions because we can't have digital downloads and still have uh, collector's editions. Um, but we're going to have uh, so solid state drives are what the, the cartridges will be. So it's really fast and load. And you also get a, a code <laughs> that you can download the game later if you need to. And it's going to cost fifteen. Yeah, we don't care how much it's going to cost. That's okay. Um, we've got that worked Solid out. Stick drives. <laughs> and each uh, game will cost a thousand bucks. Yes. And uh, let's see. We also have. Uh, we're trying to figure out how many. We've decided we're going to have a D-pad and an analog stick, and we're wondering about how much, uh, how many buttons we're going to have in the slime controller. Twenty. Twenty. Okay. Now I'm going to hang up and restart Skype entirely so I can try and call everybody back this time. You guys keep pondering. All right. Okay. This is great. It's like I've got two different focus groups in a room and can see what they each come up with when we all get back together. This will be awesome. Somebody in the chat room, let them know what's going on. I got to get this stuff restarted. All right. Restarting Skype now. Let's see if we can get everyone called back. This is where I should put in like little tag music, like you know, um, you know that sort of stuff. But uh, I probably won't. Let's see. Let's do a new call to those three, and uh, we've also got to get Cassandra and Garrett on. Man, your Skype fails today. No kidding. I actually had two separate calls going. I hung up accidentally on your guys' calls, and then I called you back, and I ended up on the call that had Cassandra and Roy on it. So I was just talking to them. It's like I've got two separate podcasts going. It's pretty cool. Oh, I see. Was that potentially the reason why you couldn't hear any of our counter-arguments? Yes, that is. Why are we counter-arguing? We should be getting along with each other. Or whatever. You know, uh, any of our suggestions. Yes. But that's okay. Are we still recording? Oh, yeah. We're still recording. This is, this is <laughs> no, live. How come the conversation so late? <laughs> All right. So here we yeah. go. Hey, so instead of having two separate Skype calls, which I can only access by hanging up and calling again and then getting the other call, let's try and have everybody on at the same time now. Uh, Wow, what a novel idea. So I've I've informed both sides of the call now what the console has. (laughs) So the question is, how many buttons? Uh, Roy Roy and Strawberry actually just suggested we have 20 buttons. What do you guys think? What the rest you mean of you like think? keyboard? No, no. Oh, no, no. We got the slime controllers, right? Or do we not? Do we want to dump the slime controllers? Guys, you have guys a slime controller with a pull-out keyboard. Wait, what? the Connect? Oh, do we want Connect? No, well, Minority uh, Report Connect. Oh, so like working Connect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. Connect that works if you sit down. <laughs> yeah, we. That's we actually need that. <laughs> Hmm. 
you know, they had that whole, they advertised that whole thing of being able to go through your Netflix account on it by just waving your hand. No one ever told them, like, you have to stand up to make it work. <laughs> Thereby defeating the point. I think I fixed that already yeah, for more update. Hmm. All right. So how many buttons? I don't know. The, the, PS, the PS2 seem to have like a you know the PS2 slash PS3 have the kind of I, I feel think like that's enough right buttons. buttons. What do you guys think? I mean, if we're going for like a dot hack style visor, virtual reality type thing, maybe a couple more. Okay, but we're gonna we are doing that. That's like the first peripheral for the thing is the dot hack virtual reality visor. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Do we have a colostomy bag that goes along with that so you never have to move? <laughs> Uh, just sell that separately. Just sell that separately. It's officially yeah, it's an accessory. It's it's a Nintendo approved colostomy bag. They won't produce them themselves. They'll leave that to the experts. Right. If we're going that route with it, we should have a, it should have a Red Bull dispenser and voice activated food order or like food service. I just want to options. see a colostomy bag with the Nintendo seal of quality on it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, God, that's way funnier than it really should be. <laughs> it really is, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, Nudo's going to work on that in Photoshop. Good. Um, uh, goodness. Uh, what's the, do we have a keyboard as well? Are we using voice chat or both, or what are we doing? Nobody knows. Mm. Do we, yeah. we want to chat? Keyboard? Wait sure. a second. We're anti-social nerds. There's no chat. We don't allow chat on this thing. We don't socialize. Are we doing? Are we even allowing multiplayer? Or are we specifically we disallowing chat, multiplayer? How can we plan our raid? Oh, that's right. WoW counts as multiplayer. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I like how you forgot that. Oh. WoW is the only MMO or the only multiplayer we allow. MMO. In fact, this game, this console will I probably just, only play WoW, but, you know, whatever. But we just I disagree. Know. I want to play Rift and the Old Republic. Oh, whatever. <laughs> just, oh, um, yeah, are we going to have a touch screen on our controller, on our slime? Or uh, just a screen or anything to, like, give us status updates? Be like, you should eat well, now. If it's virtual reality, we don't need it. <laughs> you are about to die. Go get some orange so you don't get scurvy. <sighs> I know touchscreen cost me. Do we need to have the we need to have the vitality sensor to monitor whether or not it's time for you to actually do something to take care of your body, right? So is that that's a feature, right? Oh, the the vitality sensor man, mon- monitors your bowels while you're in vulture. Monitors <laughs> everything. <laughs> yep. All right, so we've got the vitality sensor on here. The the Nintendo seal quality. So is this a Nintendo console then? Are we are we saying this is a Nintendo console? No, because then your clustering bag would need a friend code. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just that's just to see the contents of your friend's clostomy bag. You don't need one for your own. I need to see street pass. <laughs> All right, so this is this is good. So it's a Nintendo system with Dragon Quest slimes controllers with vitality sensors and branded colostomy bags. Um, we doing a keyboard as well or not? This is no, a home. Just, oh, oh, right. oh, is this a colostomy bag? This should be handheld for sure. Yeah, is this a handheld system or a home system? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm thinking with a colostomy bag. Definitely not. A, a handheld. <laughs> Although I think the tip, the tip the we, we'd have to, you know, you'd need a very special carrying case for that. <laughs> the 
philosophy bags in a suitcase, perhaps? I don't know. It's like you have this full strap-on assembly with your VR helmet, your your vitality <laughs> sensor, a backpack to hold your colostomy bag, uh, I don't know, and some special pants to allow it all to fit. And <laughs> I would think the colostomy bag would make it perfect for traveling, though. <laughs> I don't think you can take it on the airplane, though. Perfect for those on-the-bus games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With air fresheners built in, carbon filtration. Well, you can set the colostomy bag in your lap when you're on the bus. I guess because you have the VR helmet, you don't need a, a home TV. So this mm-hmm. this is this is portable in that you can take it anywhere, including on your couch. And but you, you just... would need the controller though to be able to move your character in the VR helmet. Apparently. Yeah, I mean so, that that straps that. Unless we're going to have you walking around. There's some hooks like, on the bag walk. that you have to wear with this thing that the controller slides into, so you can just like whip it out and like, all right, I'm playing. Just drop the visor down like a pair of sunglasses, and you're like, you're going. But apparently, since we're mentioning that this must be portable, we are also having to take into account the nuclear reactor that powers this. Yes, the the car battery uh, belt add-on. Ah, yeah. (laughs) Well, because people are so vitamin deficient, we're going to require it to be solar-powered so that they're outside to get vitamin D, maybe. No? Uh, But not too long, because they're all pasty, too. Oh, we have to preserve the pastiness. You're right. Um, So umbrella add-on. Umbrella add-on. Sponsored by Resident Evil. (laughs) Sponsored by Resident Evil. (laughs) Perfect. So there, Shadow Four Six Nine Nine. There's our perfect RPG console. All right, and challenge for the listeners this week is to come is to create a fan art pic of what this looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. And the funny thing is, if you had a PC, you could build this right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a laser printer, I suppose, or if you have a you go to get out, go down to Kinko's and get the, uh, the Colossomy bag approved Nintendo. <laughs> they could photocopy it on, I'm sure. Awkward oh, oh, The logo for that should just be Donkey Kong <laughs> with a giant diaper on and Mario saying there with his thumbs up. And then it would just have the Nintendo logo. What is what is the name of the console? Ooh, that's that cool. is your that is your challenge, listeners. What is the name of this wonderful console? And to draw a picture of what you think it looks like. Yes. <laughs> because it's going to be so great to describe the pictures question. on the air on the far podcast. Well, this is okay. This one has a bag attached to your hip, and there's a. <laughs> this is for our own amusement. <laughs> picture. <laughs> hey, we'll post the pictures on the site. How's that? Fair enough. Mm-hmm. If if I think I think we should probably say if we get a really 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 good one, we might give out a prize. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, I was about to say. I'm not provided by John. <laughs> oh good. You must live within the UK because he's not shipping out of country. <laughs> Freaking expensive shipping and all that. I agree. Who would who would want to do that? Um, what would the prize be? A colostomy bag? (laughs) We're not. With Nintendo seal of approval? (laughs) We need a sponsor. We need a sponsor. Who wants to sponsor this contest? Oh, you know we could make it. The 
Well, I mentioned, I say, I did say in the chat room. So, we're the first console to be sponsored by Depends. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I like. I don't it. know about you guys, but I'm sold on this thing. This thing this is going to be fantastic. I I can't think of anything better. I can see the ads already. Do you not like women? Do you want to spend the rest of your life alone? <laughs> <laughs> We've got the console for you. <laughs> mm. Oh, with the Square Enix Game of the Year edition. <laughs> oh, I, I can't even imagine it. <laughs> just like as soon as you said that, I just went dumbfounded. Oh, goodness. All right. <laughs> so it's time for news, Speaking guys. of premium editions, I hear that uh, NIS has an unforgettable Disgaea 4 premium edition. Yeah. Where the hell is that? All right. You, you're like on page three of the <laughs> of I don't the know, dude. Stories. I was just looking for a segue. <laughs> <laughs> that works. No, that works. Because they do. This is great. So Disgaea 4, which we've already heard about, it's going to come out here. It's been announced for PlayStation 3, of course. A Disgaea 4, A Promise Unforgotten. That's the subtitle. It's going to have a premium edition with a CD soundtrack, nine exclusive limited edition figurines, a Fuka Met Nendroid Petite figurine, an art book, and a premium box to hold all this stuff in. There's also a, a collector's edition that doesn't have like all the figurines. So, And then, of course, you can just get the game. So. All right, so, wait, the four, the, so there's uh, what, six normal little figures? or Then you have like, the one super Fuka figure? Yeah, you, uh, there's like an edition with... With just the game and, like, the Fuka figure and uh, <clears throat> maybe the OST. I'm not sure on that. I guess not. So it's just there's one that's, like, the game and the figure. And then there's one <clears> with <throat> the game, the figure, the OST, the art book, and, like, the six little figures f- also from the game. Like, the and Fuka figure like is, is better than the other figures. Um, I don't know. They don't have a price. No price yet. announced. Is it available for pre-order yet, though? No, not yet. They just announced what the additions would be. I guess to build some hype for it. All right, so I have to ask you the most important question: Do I actually? I'm tempted to pre-order this right now. Did you play the do, other Disgaea's? Do I want to actually play this game? I played Disgaea one. Uh, I think you're tempted to pre-order for the goodie. Why are you tempted to pre-order this? Because of all the crap. You, if you um, are you going to care about the characters in the fourth game? Is the game good? I don't know. Is it, wait, is this one? Isn't this guy already come out? Or no, am I crazy? no, this it's is, out. This in, is it's new. out in Japan. Uh, well, someone asked me if I import it. No, I didn't. I'm waiting for the. Uh, I'm actually waiting for this one. Didn't like this guy. Oh man, this guy so three came out on PS3 already. Wasn't yeah. there like this guy three something something came out too? No, this guy okay. two and this guy one and two have had some ports to like PSP. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have. Disgaea right. 1 was ported to both PSP and DS. Disgaea 2 was ported to PSP, which is better than the original. Just so you know. Okay, so is anyone excited about this game? I mean, aside from all the good stuff that comes with it? Yeah, I'm excited for it. Cool. Okay. I mean, what are you looking forward to most about it? Um, well, uh, judging from the um, trailer... Uh, did I just drop? No, no we're good. you're uh, here. Okay. No, you're uh, here. Judging, judging from the um, uh, trailers and whatnot... Um, I would say that uh, I think it's probably the level editor and stuff like that, actually. Oh, there's a level editor. Yeah, there is. There's also uh, an editor that allows you to... You know um, how this guy always has a um, like a sort of hub world? Mm-hmm. You know, where you kind of run around and, and talk to your merchants and whatnot. Yeah, I remember the first yeah, one was like Lahar's Castle. 
Yeah, it, there's also an editor that allows you to build your own one of those as well. Hmm. So, and populate them with your own NPCs and stuff. That actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and also, oh, and the, the updated graphics. Because uh, while uh, Disgaea 3 was a PS3 game, um, it didn't have high-def sprites. Disgaea 4 does. So, yeah. Oh, so when does this game come out again? Uh, I think it's sometime in, like, September or something. Fall, I think, is the, the release date given. Oh, you know, so I'm looking at the screen right now. The artwork actually looks really nice for once. For once. Yeah. All right, then, Chris, you'll have to go check this out at E3. Well, I will, but it's going to be another Disgaea game. It's like every other Disgaea game. They don't you don't like strategy RPGs? No, they, I do, but um, these are grind-heavy, you know? So you have to be willing to play them for a very long time. Um, and I don't think... Uh, I don't know. I, I played through Disgaea 1. I liked it. But I don't think it's it lends itself to grinding for as long a time as like tech, the original Tactics did or something like that. I don't know. I don't. It I seems don't like seem a lot of like, the grinding was optional. Oh, like, not you in the first one. The not if I you want to get the good ending because you have to like not let anybody die ever. That sort of thing. It's kind of annoying. Mm. Oh wait, By no, way, you have Chris, to never you, hit you keep, yourself or something. What? You have to. You keep screwing up with Skype. Again. I keep screwing it up. Yeah. How so? You keep on make try, like you you keep on making like duplicate calls. No. Okay. Because I keep on getting the request for one. Yeah. No, that's that's what, that's someone who dropped trying to call yeah, us. Yeah, it's kind of weird. They be- they 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 have old versions of Skype and they need to update it. So I will tell them to do that. So let's see. Uh, and Roy should be on this call right now. Yeah, I'm on. Okay, so it's Garrett and Cassandra now that are that have dropped. So, so uh, this is so strange. Let me tell you. Skype hates you today. Yeah. Well, Garrett's back now. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, it is weird. So <laughs> and there's Cassandra. Back. Yay! Yeah. So I cleared everything out. Um, I think uh, I think we have some Skype version mismatching going on and that sort of crap, but we'll have to see later. So, Disgaea Four. No, I I wanted to ask you something that you said, Quinn. I have Disgaea 2 on PS2. I haven't finished it. I started it. I've played through a little bit of it. Should I abandon it and get it on PSP instead? Um, I don't know. Um, I say, because I bought um, Disgaea 2 on PSP because I didn't have um, Disgaea 2 on, on P, uh, PS2. Uh-huh. Um, what Dis- Disgaea 2 PSP does add some stuff like um, similar to... Um, uh, the remake of Disgaea 1 where there's a mode where you have uh, Etna as the main character. There is a um, short, shorter side story where Axel is the main character. Um, and they, they've brought across some of the um, additions that they made to the gameplay system in Disgaea 3 back into Disgaea 2 along with some of their characters. Hmm. Um, so really, it kind of just really depends on whether you want to have like that stuff. But if you've already got it, you may not want it. Just, so I, well, I, and, and obviously the advantage of it being portable. See, I never played through Disgaea 1 on PSP. I played it through on PS2 as well, so I never did the Etna story and all that. So. Ah. Is that uh, worth it's, doing? It's a, hard, it's a hard... Well, if you can find it, like, really cheap, yeah. then I would. But otherwise... Uh, well, how many just, Disgaea games should I really play? 
I do know. I need the all these side the stories? You know, can I just play through the main games and be happy? Or do these side stories actually add something substantive? Probably not. Not to you, anyway. Hmm. Yeah, ah. you need to be down the rabbit hole already to care, I'm guessing. Yeah. I need to finish this guy at infinite is what I need to do. Hmm. Yeah, that might be a good plan. Oh, well. I don't know. All I know is I need to finish Final Fantasy V. I've been trying to play that for years, but I can never get through it. Final Fantasy V, I, I got through just fine. Hmm. So did I. You know, maybe if I was in Europe or Japan and on PlayStation Network, Chris. Oh, dear. <laughs> maybe. If you were in wow. Europe, you the could um, you doom. could get excited for the upcoming hey, Solara Robo. at first and no one caught on. If you were in Europe, you could... <laughs> I caught on. I just didn't like it. If you were in Europe, you could get Bastard. excited about the upcoming Solata Robo, Red the Hunter, that's coming out in Europe later this year. The story of Red Saverin, an anthropomorphic dog who has the power to take on human form. What? Uh, battling with his giant mecha, Red must take on the enemies that threaten the floating lands. It's a fantasy RPG with stunning 3D graphics and grossing combat and features the artistic talents of... <laughs> nope. Nobuteru Yuki, The Vision of Escaflone. Oh, he's so good. And Madhouse, Death Note. Oh my gosh, Escaflone's art is just so good. Um, yes, yes it is. Uh, so this is a 3D action RPG about dog and cat people who can use mechas. So, I don't What's know. not to like, I guess. Yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> what is, what they, the, who has the power to take on human form? Aren't they always in human form? I don't understand that statement. So whatever. This is a sequel to Tail Concerto, isn't it? <clears throat> the same Spiritual universe. successor, I think. It's a successor to Tail Concerto. Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah. So, but this is an RPG as opposed to the other one being what an action game or something. I'm not really sure. I wonder if the art's the same in both. Anyway, looks good. Um, should be exciting. Get your mecha gameplay going on, and um, I don't know. It's coming out in Europe later this year. It's, has it already been announced for here? Nope. No. Oh, that's interesting. So you guys are getting it. We don't know if we're getting it. Yeah, basically. What we do know that we're getting, however, is White Knight Chronicles 2 and the PSP prequel, White Knight Chronicles Origins. But you know what? You guys in Europe are also going to get it because it's been announced by Sony. Oh, wait, not by Sony. It's been announced by who? I don't know. E3. Yeah, yeah, by Sony that it's going to be announced by White Knight Chronicles <laughs> 2 and White Knight Chronicles Origins sometime in Europe this year. Anyway, so what they did to to kind of promote this fact, they put out a statement that uh the three games have combined a to- shipped a combined total of over 1 million units worldwide. So that includes White Knight Chronicles 1 and two and Origins in Japan. I didn't think Origins was out in Japan yet, so I don't know what's up with that. So I guess the three games in Japan, as well as the first game across the world, they got up to a million. Is that a happy place? Is that enough units to be happy? Worldwide, probably Four not. skews, a million units total for a game that everyone said was mediocre? Well, considering um, like making games is, uh, you know, is kind of invites loss it's not bad considering yeah as you say it was mediocre so it sold well still some Uh, people enjoyed it i guess i'd love to get more details on this story 
from the Andrea Sang story, but uh, unfortunately, whoever wrote this news story linked just to andreasang.com and doing a search on the site doesn't bring up this story. Apparently, he didn't think through how uh, users who tried to actually use the source link would actually be able to use it. Not that I'm bitter about that or anything. So I can't give you additional details. But uh, Complain to news department policy to Becky, not us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, this is easier. This is my show. I can complain hey, I, hey, I always put I always put accurate source li- I always put accurate source links into mine. I don't know what you guys are doing. I appreciate it. Well, uh, I, re- I remember back when I was a newsie, Becky always just said uh, that you just have to link to the main page of the site, not the uh, actual news story yeah. itself. She told me the same too. Which makes well, the I've link useless. That, I've, been, I've been bucking that policy for a while. <laughs> All right. I mean, I should too. I'm just gonna keep bitching about it, and then we'll see. Here, let me sort by recency. Maybe I'll get it. Uh, no, guild system, side quests. No, I actually can't find that story. <laughs> oh, well. You tried typing in White Knight Chronicles yes. and searching on its game page on Adrian Singh? They have a game page on Adrian Singh? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they had game pages. That's one of the things we do. Most people don't... Well, not most people, I guess. The big sites like GameSpot and Giant Bomb and IGN do. But White Knight Chronicles... Just searching for that recency. The first thing is about some guild system that's coming out for the sequels tomorrow. Okay. Well, there, there's a story for you. There'll be a guild system coming out for the Japanese version on uh, April 7th. So you probably already have it. So that's all I could find. All right. So uh, I don't know. So they've released a million units. Who gives a crap? Still a bad game. Hopefully the sequel will be better. Chrono Trigger coming out on mobile phones. If you live in Japan. If you live in Japan yes. and have an iMode enabled device. And if you don't know what that means, this doesn't help you at all. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Apparently Japan is one of the few countries where iMode services are still prevalent. So this ain't coming out here. Uh, uh yeah, although if you look if you look on some one of our other stories, you'll note that it is come uh Chrono Trigger is being released on virtual console. You in mean in the next one that I have in the re- in the list? That's right. Coming out in Europe. Yay, go us. In Europe, but not North America. What's up with that? Square Enix Uh, Europe loves us more. Yeah, I was actually just going to say, I think we've already firmly established, basically, that Square Enix Europe actually gives a crap, whereas Square Enix America doesn't. So does Nintendo Europe, right? (laughs) Or whatever. All All of Europe, just everyone's happier about you guys. It's because we're better. You didn't get Earthbound 3, though, so... Nah. Nobody mean, Mother, Mother 3, whatever. I'm sure someone was going to bitch about that, so... Yeah. I thought I'd get get in there quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone tried out the... Oh, wait, this is a different game. Class of Heroes 3D, which I always confuse in my head with Clash of Heroes, because, you know, they're different by one leather letter um class of heroes 3d coming out to the nintendo 3ds on july 7th 2011 in japan we've got some details about it so here's what they're going to be adding for the game that will probably end up coming out here eventually though we have no dates yet so they're going to have the around view system which takes advantage of the 3d so you can find secret chests around you i guess and the support pet system allows players to have pets that provide bonuses to them as well as a system of players dungeon crawling journey and finally spot pass will be used to allow players to check party information of other players who may be playing class of heroes nearby any of you guys excited to play class of heroes again it was boring on the psp i've seen no reason to get me excited about the future one yeah 
not familiar with it, so I couldn't really comment. It, yeah, it's a it's a hardcore dungeon crawler. Like, um, you have a sick a party of six players, and you go in a dungeon and stuff. But it's set in like a school setting, so like you're learning to be adventurers or something like that. Um, it's, I guess, if you like, uh, what's that called? If you played Etrian Odyssey. Yeah, if you like Etrian Odyssey, you're probably into this sort of game. Except it doesn't have the map making thing. Yeah, that's okay. Which is what makes Etrian Odyssey fun. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I like having to make my own map. Well, that's part of the charm of Etrian Odyssey, though, is that you're trying to map out the dungeon. Well, I don't like having to like have my stylus in one hand while I play. You know, that's. I mean, unless you the, can like, the play the game, the game with just your left hand or something. But. Well, if you take out that feature, you're just left with a mediocre dungeon crawler. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather it be a better than mediocre dungeon crawler. <laughs> Did we ever get Seventh Dragon out here? Nope. Oh, darn. No. All right. Forget that line of thought. All right, so Compile Heart, which is a company that's made some of the shmups I like in the past. Um, Wait, really? Compile Heart have done shmups? Yeah. Huh. Didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, well, you learn something new every day. Uh, I'm going to get some lists for you, so I'm not stupid. Oh. Screw these guys. They stole the name from Compile. I hate them. They're huh? now defunct. Compile's now defunct. So I was always confused because there's Compile, and now there's also Compile Heart. So Compile made all the shooters and other things like Puyo Puyo and some other crap. Um, compile Heart is a division of Idea Factory, which that should make you excited right there. Let me tell you. <laughs> Are you guys excited about a division of Idea Factory? No. Yeah. I remember I remember what games they made, but I know they weren't good. Oh, Compile Heart has made Dungeon of Windaria, Jikoko Shoujo Akekazura for the DS, Octomania and Sugoro Chronicle Migite ni Ken wo Hidarite ni Saikoro wo for the Wii, Megazone 23 Ao Garland and Hyperdimension Neptunia for the PlayStation 3 and Record of Agarest War Reappearance and Cross Edge for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. Ah, that there you makes go. Me hate them. Those last They're few. Cross you're, Edge. You're familiar yeah. with those last few, aren't you? <laughs> there you go. Record of Agarest War and. Uh, no, no, no. Neptunia. Not Record of Agarest War. Record of Agarest War Reappearance, which is a port of Record of Agarest War for the 360 in Japan. Well. <laughs> Well, Which has and, more uh, voice acting, a gallery mode, new items, and an additional dungeon. <laughs> well, does that one on the 360 at least have English voice acting? Uh, in Japan, probably Pro- not. Probably not. <laughs> well, no. Although, I mean, they, they, have I they have occasionally done remakes like that with English voice acting. Like, it's one of the strangest things about playing the Japanese-only Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix Plus is all of the voice acting's in English. That was really confusing. This is so, trying to figure out the record of Agarest War and what's going on with all that crap is really confusing. Um, but you got Record of Agarest War and uh, Neptunia, two games with somewhat funny dialogue but horrible gameplay. So get excited because they've announced Neptune Mark II. Uh, or I guess I should say, here, Quinn, you say it. Uh, oh, you want me to pronounce the yes. uh, Japanese title on that one? Yeah. Hang on, let me just look at it. I need to actually get to the damn page. Starts with C H O. What page is it? Uh, hang on. Which page is it on? 
<laughs> Compile Heart announces Neptune Mark II. It, which page are the links? I, I don't know. I, I use I a mod. Actually, I can't actually see it. Where is it? There. It's right there. Staff channel. I just, oh, I see. Well, I did write this, quick. didn't I? Oh, Cho Jigen game Neptune Mark II. There you go. Cho Jigen. Um, <laughs> it'll be out for PS3 in August or September. Uh, it was originally rumored for the PSP. That was wrong. It's me console PS3 release. No release dates, ex- no, no precise release dates, like I said, August or September. Instead of consoles, this version of the game will be about handhelds. Character roster so far includes the purple sister Nepgear, the black sister Uni, and the white sisters Ram and Rom. Oh, goodness. Uh, <laughs> the article also mentions other improvements, including better graphics and an updated four-character party battle system. Does this make us excited for Neptunia? Uh, I know the guy in my house who plays the original is uh, planning on getting it. Does he like the that. original? Did he feel like everyone else that the gameplay was terrible and the writing was fantastic? Yeah, although uh, he he didn't mind the gameplay. Really? Oh. All right. I then. think he just has a higher tolerance for bad battle systems. This is coming from the guy who played Cross Edge. Oh. I mean, Neptunia is an improvement, believe me. Oh, goodness. All right. Ugh. A game that has a good battle system, Pokemon, just got a recent update. The Global Link website went live. So if you go to Pokemon-GL.com, you can log in and uh, sync your game to the website and put a Pokemon up into the dream world where you can like build their house and like get furniture and meet other Pokemon and do stuff like that. And I don't know what the point of it all is, but it lets you play with your Pokemon while you're at work and tabbed out into another tab in your browser. So... That can't be a bad thing, right? Sounds Do you think stupid. if yeah. this is popular, it'll put us one step closer to an MMORPG? No, I don't. I don't <laughs> think we'll ever get a Pokemon MMO. I think they are too focused on the fact that the Pokemon formula, as it is right now, keeps working with new generation of children, so why the hell would you change it? Because people can grow out of it, and you still got new new people coming into it fresh and still buying everything, so I don't know. That makes me sad. You know, and it's stupid because it could just make us, you know, a side game that's the MMO. They could still have the main franchise, but I don't know. They don't want to do it. You got me. It's Nintendo. They don't. It's so rare when they actually innovate. Most of the things they do are refinements, right? Mm-hmm. Mm, true. It's very frustrating. But anyway, you could do this now. Has anyone played with it? I played with it a little bit. I uh, I uploaded my cat Pokemon and put it to sleep. But not put it to sleep. Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I put it in the dream like, world. That's horrible. <laughs> Chris, I didn't put it to sleep. <laughs> News bulletin, you are officially able to euthanize old Pokemon. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> you I got sick of Meowth battles. anyway. You heard it here first. <laughs> Screw you, Meowth. <laughs> You've scratched the sofa for the last time. All right. Um... <laughs> No, I put it in the dream world, and I accidentally took it back from the dream world, and I can't, I couldn't put it back up because you can only upload Pokemon in the dream world once a day for some reason that I don't understand. There's like weird limits on it. Uh, oh, hey, the story kind of tells you what you can do here. So you can chat with each other, collect items and berries, and catch Pokemon with the unique abilities that can only be found in the dream world. So there you go. Um, and the Global Battle Union, which is also on Pokemon-GL.com, it's a hub for multiplayer Pokemon battles with rankings, ratings, and access to Wi-Fi tournaments. 
So I don't think you can actually fight on the website or anything, but you can like see leaderboards and stuff or something like that. Okay, that doesn't sound quite as pointless. Yeah, but that's only if you actually battle and stuff. And who does that? Well, battle competitively? No, just battle on Pokemon at all. With other people? Yeah. Do you do that? I'm asking, do you do that? Not me, no. I just play the game. You play the game. I only have five badges. I need to finish this. You know, Shipwreck from Cheap-Ass Gamer finished this game in 20 hours. I'm at 33, and I only have five badges. What am I doing wrong? Stop failing, Chris. Just stop failing. Oh, wait, no. I'm actually at 40 hours. What am I doing wrong? (laughs) Stop failing. (laughs) How do I get through the game in 20 hours? And, like, he didn't, like, finish everything. Well, that's not helping me. (laughs) Is there a run button? Yes, I'm using the run button. I'm using utilizing the run button. Thank you're utilizing the bike. <laughs> I have the bike too. <laughs> Darn it. Are you are you utilizing it? I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'm getting stuck on the gym battles is what I because uh, I'll keep progressing, 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 and then the gym battles will be like really hard and like I have to go level Pokemon and stuff. I must have a bad party. Oh. My party sucks. What am I doing? Yeah, uh, yeah. uh, um, Serdic makes a good point, actually, humor. Maybe you're actually enjoying the game rather than just rushing (laughs) through it. I would like to rush through it, though, because I have so many other games to enjoy. That would help me enjoy things more if I could actually get through this quickly. But I can't. Isn't that an oxymoron, though? Yeah. You're going to rush through the games and not enjoy it so you can go rush through other games and not enjoy them, too. Pretty much. It's a vicious cycle. But it, it will make me happier to have all these games done. Well, Chris, how about just get that get that whole thing out of your system? Just play a game until you you feel like you're satisfied. I don't know. You don't I have kinda, to beat it to be satisfied. I, I actually kind of agree that you should beat games beat games every once in a while. It helps. Yeah, it does every once in a while. But you can still play Pokemon. I mean, like you know what? That was a satisfying experience. Ben, like, I'm glad I played Pokemon for a little while. Right. But time to move on because I want to play something new. I mean, by the time you already feel that way, it's already a losing proposition, isn't it? I don't know. I just want to finish these games and get them off my shelves. Well, well the thing it sounds like you resent these the games. same mantra that people go into watching TV seasons. People go into watching TV shows all the time and never actually finish watching the whole season, but they still enjoyed it nonetheless. Yeah, you'd be like, that was a great episode of Doctor Who. Do I, I actually, watch all four extra seasons? No. <laughs> I've actually stopped watching TV shows because I don't feel like I'll ever finish the whole show. You don't have to finish the whole thing. Come on. <laughs> That's like saying I'm never going to watch any, like, I don't know. It's just, come on, enjoy it for what it is. Have fun. I should. Oh. So this brings me back to the big question. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. A game that everybody and their mother says is the best game ever, 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 ever. I don't say that. But okay. No, I don't like... say that either. Okay. I enjoyed it. I'd this say. is whenever people do lists like this stuff, this is one of the games that's always on those lists. And it's because so, those lists are done by committee, and it's like the one thing that everyone can agree on that was okay. I got bored with this game. I got bored with Legend of Zelda. I pre ordered The Legend of Zelda for N64. I got the gold cartridge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I played this game. I was running around chasing a guy wearing a rabbit mask to increase my wallet, and I said, I'm bored with this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because. I don't know how to play Zelda other than to get all the secrets. Like, that's po- the point of the game, isn't it? Uh, maybe no. I'm missing... No? Okay. 
Because, uh, I don't know, that's how he played like the original Zelda. It's like, I want to get my 20 heart containers, and then I'll be able to take down the boss. I think no that's problem. how I used to play when I was in middle school and had infinite free time. Uh-huh. But it's just, like, just enjoy it for what it is. Have some fun, finish some dungeons, and put it aside when you're done. That's, well, that's okay. No, uh, no one here is going to make fun of you for not beating a game to its completion or getting every secret. We understand you're busy. You but have the work, point you of have Zelda to is to beat Ganon, man. Then go the and beat Ganon. But don't I chase bunnies in the woods. I suck on the <laughs> boss battles, so I have to go get all the additional items. All right, items. there you go. You're talking about <laughs> bunnies in the woods. You never said nothing about not being able to beat any bosses. I don't know. You, went from, you, you went from getting bored to sucking. Sucked because I was bored. Okay, I was bored because I sucked and had to go chase down all the extra items. And and in Ocarina of Time, I swear to you, they give you this instilled compulsion to hunt Skulltullas, and like you can't avoid doing anything. But I need to find where's the next Skulltull. I got to find the Skulltull. Have you ever considered that maybe you slightly have slightly compulsive? Yeah, yeah, you think. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like maybe it's not the game itself. It's just you're sucking the fun out of it because you have to get everything. Maybe when you should just like save it for another time in the game later on. So your guys' diagnosis is, I should say, screw you to the Nintendo 3DS version of Ocarina of Time. <laughs> That's a big. Joke. I wouldn't say that. I would say I enjoy it. it. Or but rush I through have it two other versions of it, and obviously I can't handle the game. <laughs> no, I'm saying this to Chris. If you don't buy it. Who cares? No one's going to cry about it. Spend your money on something you actually will enjoy, and you won't feel like you have to say, I don't like the first two. I want to understand why everybody praises this game so highly. Hey, come on. Do you have to understand why everyone loves Twilight, too? Ew, no. Who <laughs> really cares? Who <laughs> cares? I think Manny does have a point here. Just... You it. know what I did find out at Midwest Gaming Classic? That I forgot the entirety of The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past's puzzles. Mm-hmm. They, oh, nice they were doing, they, No, this is great, because they were doing a, a thing where everybody could just walk up and help them try and beat the whole game over the course of the weekend. So I sat down for a couple hours playing Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, and I realized I forgot most of this game. And I really like this game, so I should play through it again. And so I realized I should do it. I should play it again. Is there like a definitive updated version of Link to the Past that I should look for? I I don't know, actually. Did they update it for... Has there um, been any... I I know it's been ported. It's been ported, um, but I don't think they ever updated it. The Game Boy Advance version? It came with the extra Four Swords content, but other than that, it was the same game. No, the most important part. In the Game Boy Advance one, when you slash your sword, he makes sounds now. Oh, <laughs> forgive me. How could I forget? Yes. Okay. I was actually uh, missing uh, that. Uh, uh, but... <laughs> no, it was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to just, which is what it makes when your sword is full and it sends out this swirly pattern of light. Anyway. Oh, it'll still do that. But now when you do the 360, yeah. he makes a loud sound. Oh, all right. And it adds well, the, to the immersion. <laughs> it does it now. Just, just go replay Link to the Past. You had your Zelda fix, and you're happy. Yeah. All right. Hmm. I'm just... Uh, I want to beat all the games that I started and gave up on and, and put them to bed, finally. Feels like completionist, but all right. Oh, whatever. Oh, Silktail tells us you that you had to sleep? a bonus dungeon that you had to yes. play four swords to unlock. You had to play four... How do you... How would you unlock it in the GBA by playing the Four Swords game on the GameCube. No, no, no. There was an extra bonus game within that one called Four Swords. That's where Four Swords originated, was on that uh, that 
port of A Link to the Past. How would you play it? Don't you? You need... would just connect Link together uh, four GBAs with the Link cables. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's gonna and happen. You had to make sure that no one shifted <laughs> at all because you were all tethered together like a ball and chain. Yeah. So that's not gonna happen. Um, <laughs> all right. So I will not be getting that content. That's too bad. All right. Dissidia Dual Dusham has new DLC announced for it. Link is not part of it. Uh, first off, we got Yuna from Final Fantasy X with her gunner outfit, which is in X2. Vaughn from Final Fantasy XII has a pirate outfit. And you, you got to get a code in the June issue of V-Jump magazine. How many versions of Jump are there in Japan now? Oh my gosh. Enough. You should, see how many, you should have to see how many different editions for Mitsu has. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I subscribe mean, wow. to US Jump, but that's only one. It's right. called US Jump? No, it's called Shonen Jump. That's just the, right. the main title series. That's the main name of the series in Japan. So. For, yeah, for, uh, like, for example, Famitsu has so many spinoffs. Like, I think, I, uh, it, you know, Pedophile Jump and uh, Hentai Jump. No, no, they don't have any. But, <laughs> Is that the uh, same thing? <laughs> no, they don't have any of those. But the, the, that's the sort of, you got a lot of variations. They got the one that's for girls, the one that's for guys, the one that's for slightly older guys, the one that's for slightly older guys with a cat girl fetish, you know, all that sort of stuff. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but it's weird how many they have. Uh, the issue. You should totally get that last one from Michael. Yeah, for Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pirate Von card for the Final Fantasy trading card game. There is a Final Fantasy trading card game. In Japan. Oh, why don't we have that here? Because they hate you. I summon Sid. Which Sid? Oh, I don't know which Sid. I summon a Sid. Oh, did you just, summon, did you just summon Sid. a bunch? Did you just summon a bunch of Sids in one turn? <laughs> It's their special ability. <laughs> this Sid can be tra- exchanged with any other Sid. That's can be attacked by 12 Sids all at once. Oh, no. Hey, that would be an awesome deck concept, and you know it. <laughs> multi-Sid. 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 We need, like, the Unreal Tournament announcer to say that. All right. <laughs> well, not all of them, because some of the Sids weren't very combat good at all. <laughs> well, they will be... Well, one of them did spend his, most of his time as an oglop, admittedly. <laughs> and there was That's the one, the one from that was 8, the king, which was a right? yeah. business guy. Yeah, but uh, the one in 8 was a cool old guy. Wait, and I thought the one a, in 8 was the frog. Oh, wait, that's the one in 9, right. Yeah, and uh, the, the, the one, one in 8 12 did... had a chainsaw. Oh, did he? Uh, the one in 8 did at least give you a, demon, uh, a lamp filled with, a de- filled with demons. That was awesome. Ah, okay. I forgot about that. All right, the magic so, lamp where you got Diablos. None of this DLC is available outside of Japan, unfortunately. So uh, I think the I know the Free Warrior of Light one is up. I th- um, most of the stuff they have actually they are actually intending on bringing outside. Not yeah, that I'm going to get it. They probably but. won't put a code in V Jump. They'll just probably just charge you two bucks for it on PSN. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So enjoy. You know, else, you know what else you might enjoy, depending on which uh, which of those uh, V Jumps you're into. Uh, Atelier Maruru. Is, is that really how you... Meruru? How would you say it, Quinn? Meruru. Okay. Meruru. Meruru. Dengeki PlayStation is shared. Is that a... What is Dengeki PlayStation? Is that just a website? Uh, Dengeki PlayStation would be a sub... Would be the... Uh, a part of the sort of main Dengeki publication lines, probably. Which competes with Famitsu? I think they are. I think they are a Famitsu public. Uh, oh, of course. Of. Everything's owned by Famitsu. What oh. am I thinking? No, no. I mean, I think they are. 
competitor. Oh, yeah, okay. They're, just, All right. they're another uh, magazine All right. company. So this is a game where a butler and a maid reside with Meruru in Atelier Meruru, and they give you some gameplay details. So the maid's name is Kena Sueya. <laughs> that doesn't seem... Jam- okay. She's been Meruru's best friend since childhood. In battle, she wields a giant hammer, blah, 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 blah. Um, the butler's name, butler's name is Rufus Falcon. He's an attractive young gentleman. Butlers are supposed to be old and knowledgeable, not young and attractive. What the hell? They're also supposed to get your rich white people out of trouble whenever they get into it, like Stephen Fry does. Um, but uh, so, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what butlers do. That's what you, that's what he do. You have a really strange idea of what Stephen Fry does with his spare time. Uh, Jeeves and Wooster, please. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I do know what Stephen that's... Fry does with his spare time. So there, he buys Apple products. Yes, he buys time. Apple products and promotes open source. That's <laughs> yeah, actually he what he does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then he complains about the Apple products. So, Dengeki PlayStation also shared details in regards to gameplay. Quests are no longer simply about item synthesis, as Meruru will be able to help townspeople with their own problems. And this allows her to bond with townspeople. So, I guess you're going to arrange friendships and stuff. You get development points so you can level up the shops, the forts, and the other structures in the town. She has a rank, and as it increases, you can build more places. Um, and, oh, and since she's a princess, players will be able to erect bronze statues of her throughout the kingdom. That's awesome. I want to play. I like the idea of playing a game where I get to just put up statues of my main character everywhere. Like, mm, you shall worship me here. <laughs> this is good. All right, coming up. Fable. June twenty third, twenty eleven. I didn't finish Fable. Um, no details <laughs> okay. have been announced for North American at this time. We got a lot of Japanese news. I like that. This game looks pretty, by the way. Atelier do I'm almost thinking we should have just made one super giant Japandemonium. That's okay. I like I like the Japanese Great, uh, news uh, on uh, front. Rose, in case you hadn't noticed, we are an RPG website. You know, just saying. Mm-hmm. With yes. zero fans of Japan. I think it depends on Gaijin's schedule whether or not all this stuff gets rolled up in Japandemonium or not. Sometimes he'll take it all into there. Sometimes we put it on the front page. There's... There's well, no the, it seems to be there's a kind of complete and utter dearth of news coming out of any Western studios. Oh, well, that, that too. All right. Yeah. We need to feel busy. <laughs> we should feel fi- busy um, playing Final Fantasy V on the PSN is what we should do. So check this out. If you're in Europe, which you guys are, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Last time I checked, anyway. You are going to, you know, as you know, because we talked about it before, as of two days ago, play Final Fantasy V on PSN. But what you didn't know is Final Fantasy VI is coming out in Japan on PSN. So. Uh, it was a link posted at the beginning of the chat that said that Final Fantasy VI was coming to Europe as well. Oh, so they've announced it for Europe now. Yay. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it is also the PlayStation version, which kind of sucks. So. I, I don't yeah, actually recommend Yeah, but in theory, as a, down- as a download digital version, though, it should presumably be free of the uh, issues that plagued the original PlayStation release. Really? Presum- As- well, because the- most, most of the original issues caused by the fact that it was a... Uh, load times. Uh, you know. Yeah, load times of the disc. Well, we'll see. Um, if someone wants to take that chance and see if it plays well or not, that'd be interesting to know. I don't know. All right. Um, Witcher 2. Who's excited about this still? Because I am. I am. All right. I am. Manny should I be, am. right? Sure. 
Sure. Well, why would you be excited about it, Chris? You don't obviously don't have a PC that can run it. <laughs> <laughs> I funny. do. I do. You didn't understand what I was trying to say there. All right. No, so, the technology doesn't exist yet, though, Chris. It doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the chat room saying about Stephen Fry? He's awesome. He tweets bomb threats. What? Um, he puts up. Let's see. Okay. Stephen Stephen Fry is pretty awesome. All right, he's just awesome. Are we All talking right. about Futurama? Uh, eventually, Wait. apparently. So, The Witcher <laughs> Two. So, here's some news. Actual news that's coming out May seventeenth. We've known that for a while. It's a worldwide version, and all versions will have the same content. That's the news. There's no censorship in any version of The Witcher Two. If you remember the first Witcher in Europe, you could see boobies. In the U.S., you couldn't. Well, now everyone can see boobies, assuming there are boobies or whatever there is. Everyone's going to see the same thing. It's rated M by the ESRB. Boobies. There are okay. All right. Well, it's going to be rated M by the ESRB, and what a surprise. Yeah, you'd think. Well, it's not AO. That's the big surprise to me. All right, because, you know, The Witcher kind of gets it on a lot. All right, so the game's fully localized in English, Polish, French, German, and Russian, and will have subtitles available in a host of other languages. So everyone can play this darn thing. Um, They wanted to make sure that you knew that The Witcher 1 is available on GOG.com. You've been able to get it on Steam and stuff for a while. I thought it was already out on GOG.com. Apparently not. It's now out for promotional period. Um... Oh, it's not out yet. It will be out on May 10th on GOG.com, and you will get all the stuff you get when you buy The Witcher, the Director's Edition, which is what, you're, what you get everywhere now. The, the the calendar, the art book, the wallpapers, the soundtrack, the avatars. It's all digital. It's not physical, but it's all digital downloads of that stuff. From May 10th to, ten, to the 24th, it'll be 5 bucks. After that, it'll be 10 bucks. Go get The Witcher 1 and get excited about The Witcher 2. Ta-da! which I think is a mistake for them releasing this on May 10th on GOG.com. They should be releasing it on April 10th on GOG.com so people have time to finish it, get ready for the second one. But I must be crazy. But I'm not crazy enough to play Lord of Arcana. Uh, so this is the, the Square Enix Monster Hunter clone, right? Mm-hmm. The uh, one that I gave a 1.5. It's a little different than Monster Hunter, though, right? It's much more finishable, I think. Than... Well, it's it's more of an action RPG than Monster. It's it's a it's a action RPG with Monster Hunter esque elements in it. Ah, oh, and it's not, and it's a very bad one. I can't believe we're missing a big story this week. Oh, we'll have to get to that later. I don't know how we didn't report on this because this is wow. That's like the biggest action RPG announcement of the week, and we didn't cover it. Okay, so we'll get to that later. Um, Lord of Arcana, Arcana. I don't want to get another mana call. Lord of Arcana. <laughs> Is getting uh, content packs. The King Descends, Illusory Eyes, The Death Zone, and Battle Requiem. You get them on PSN. Um, just, I don't know when they're out. They must be out now. Or, yeah, they're now available. So if you have that game and want to play more for some reason, there you go. Uh, we're going to choose to pass on it. Alpha Kimori Episode 1, Great Doubt, is a new episodic RPG being developed by Sherman 3D. It's out as of April 7, 2011. So this is a game you probably haven't heard about. This is more... This is a smaller release, indie-style, online-only type game. You can purchase it on Sherman 3D's website for 15 bucks, or other sites on Big Fish Games for 7 bucks. Of course, keep in mind, Big Fish Games apparently has really nasty installers that are hard to, to get through and not get crapware installed or something like that. I was just hearing about that last night. Um, I'm also working on a review for this game right now. Is it any good? So far, it's been pretty decent. So what's it like? That it, what kind of a it, RPG is it like? Like, what era does it, it feel like it's from and that sort of stuff? SNES. Oh, wow. 
old school. Yeah, it, it's a it's an RPG maker game. Oh, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. But but as as RPG maker games go, it is pretty decent. They probably spent some time making it. Mm-hmm. They have some nice music on this trailer here. Yeah, it does have a good soundtrack to it. So far. Cool. So it's an RPG Maker game. Um, it feels well. That the FMV they have in the game is not Super Nintendo era. That's PlayStation era FMV. <laughs> but, yeah, the uh, in-game graphics that were. Oh Super wow! No, no, that's actually a little bit above Super Nintendo. That's a 32-bit era graphics. Yeah. Just because we didn't, you know, Super Nintendo time, we didn't get the little character portraits in the te- in the text boxes. We would have loved they to could have, have those, but they, they could didn't. have done that if they wanted. I to. don't think they could. It doesn't seem like they could. Oh well. If they could do it on the Game Boy Advance, they could do it on Super Nintendo. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> but it plays well. Yeah, it plays well. And it looks like uh, it's you can see the monsters on the map and avoid battles like Chrono Trigger. Yeah. Okay. It does do that. Cool. Well, we'll look forward to your review on that. That's out now if you want to give it a try for 15 bucks. If you've been looking for a very traditional JRPG-style game, go give that a shot. And, uh, okay, so here's like a very not a JRPG traditional game. Two Worlds 2! Uh, this is, uh, I think this is Manny's pick for Game of the Year, right? Two no. Worlds 2? Yeah. I've never even heard... What is this? What is this? What is this? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's getting an expansion pack. This is the, the sequel to Two Worlds, which apparently is a lot better than the first one. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Is this Oblivion clone that was bad at first, but is okay now? Yeah. Okay. With the, with the magic system people really like. And online co-op. All right. So this, uh, this is this is the game that was it's better than the first, but still not really that great. I don't know. Didn't Mac give it above average for the score? Let yeah, me see. Checking now. Forget what Mac. That's not Mac too bad. That's not too bad for a game on our site. A three point five. Yeah, if you get a three and a half, that's like what we give everything that doesn't suck. So that's 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 good, right? <laughs> Uh, as action RPGs goes, it's fairly standard. And you get like a great magic system, so go play with that crap. Uh, anyway, there's an expansion coming out. Um, you get new enemies, settings, weapons, armors. There'll be thunder and rainstorms in the game now, new animations and cutscenes, all this sort of stuff. New multiplayer stuff. It'll be out sometime in September for PC, PS3, and 360. And um, there you go. You forgot the most important part. What? The name. Oh. Pirates, Pirates of the Flying Fortress. Yes. So it'd be a bunch of pirates and B-17s. That'd be great. Yes. It's not to be confused with Pirates of the Burning Sea or Pirates of Dark um, Pirates of Dark Water. No, these or are the World War II theme pirates. Of Skies of Arcadia. <laughs> what? Or the entire theme behind Skies of Arcadia. Yeah, these these pirates fly. Yes. Yep. They fly World War II fighters. I mean bombers. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. They're all flying. I B-52s. wish that would be so great. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> you know what's not so great, unfortunately, though, is that Best Buy. Well, actually, this should be great. Um, is Best Buy great right now for buying games? At do you guys think? You know, it's interesting that you bring that up. Why? Because I just read an article that Best Buy is going to start hiring. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're hiring game employees, which is kind of interesting. Really, it means they're trying to be a bigger player. 
Yeah, they're going to have dedicated gaming staff who apparently will know their stuff. Um, we know how well that works uh, by at GameStop, so it's your results may vary as to how well they know that stuff. But so gaming, if you hire one of us, we'll know it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to move away from buying stuff in retail stores. Are you guys? Would something like this get you guys more likely to go into Best Buy? Would it make you choose a Best Buy over a GameStop since GameStop has this whole stigma about it? Well, not even a little. A, a small I example buy all my here. Stuff digital or wait, what, or Garrett, over the internet? What do you mean by not even a little? I don't know. I, I'm just I'm not a big fan of Best Buy to start with, but just bringing in people who might be able to talk video games with me for five ten minutes wouldn't make me want to shop there anymore. Okay. I, I do think if you really are, like, the way to go is definitely digital or buy it from Amazon. But if, for some reason, if you can't do that, Best Buy is, like, sometimes the only option for a lot of people, Yeah. like, within an area. Like, for example... Well, unless um, you pre-order, then you can go to GameStop and get the game. Well, I was going to say, like, I, I'm, I'm right near UCLA, and there is no GameStop around here anywhere near here for, like, at least a good 20 or 30 miles. And the closest thing to campus is a Best Buy, so I'm, I could imagine a lot of students... We would want to buy their games here best, but just because it's the closest thing to campus, mm-hmm. I'm sure, and that's a scenario in, in, in uh, several other places where Best Buy is just the only electronics dealer in the area. Hmm. Interesting. So, the, so yeah, Best Buy gets it by default. <laughs> oh, kind of, yeah, it kind of sucks, but yeah. <laughs> so, if you have to shop there because you hate Amazon or don't want to buy anything digitally, <laughs> at least the people know what they're talking about now. One would hope. You know, strangely enough, I'm, I've, I barely ever see a Walmart. There's no Walmart anywhere near me, ever. That is really in strange. LA? I mean, there's a few in LA, but they're nowhere near me. I Your think there's like just too big. Yeah, but you would think there'd be more Walmarts. Like, Walmart's the shop, right? I think it'd be like Starbucks, you know? Yeah, there's barely any. Well, you're in LA, so they're not able to cater to that redneck crowd. Oh, the redneck <laughs> crowd of LA. <laughs> <laughs> how how long have you been gone from the U.S., dude? There's no rednecks in L.A. <laughs> no, you said you can't exactly. cater to the redneck cloud. The oh, redneck okay, because it is they L.A. can't cater to it because so, there's no rednecks well, in L.A. Yeah, so. but it's L.A. It's, it's not San Francisco. Park. It's not full of hippies yet, so I don't know. <sighs> Whatever. I give up. There's like Berkeley, Walmart everywhere in Berkeley. <laughs> uh, Walmart. <laughs> Walmart, Whole Foods, Berkeley. Uh, so, okay. Uh, Pokemon, this is great. Pokemon has taken the top spot of the MPDs for March. Pokemon White's number one. Pokemon Black's number two. Then we have Homefront, which didn't a lot of people not like? Oh, oh but they marketed the hell out of it. Yeah, they so did. Uh, well, it's, actually, it's, half it, of the it, games they did in it. It's like, it's, it's campaign is good or it's multiplayer is good, but not both or something like that. Well, whatever. Dragon Age 2 is in at number four, which is another game that a lot of people are saying they don't like anymore, which that's too bad. Probably all the PC players who don't like the changes. Call of Duty, all the console players for Dragon Age 2 seem like, oh, it's a lot better. And all the PC players are like, what the hell is this crap? <laughs> it's kind of weird. <laughs> I like uh, the combat system. Uh, what did you uh, what did you play it on for both versions? PC. So you like the improvements to the combat system? Yeah. The, okay. the, the, I've had, like I hear most people complaining on the PC side of things that it took out that whole overhead tactical view. Yes. But I never used that on the original one, so I didn't care. Ah, well, it's not just the view; it's the feel of the combat. I mean, because in the first one, you really needed that sort of. Even if you didn't need the view, you had to think of it all tactically. Oh, whatever. We shouldn't get into this you know, debate. Um, 
All right, I was just going to say, remember Matt Chandernay, Every yes. Fighting Guy, who yes. has the Atomics uh, app? Yeah. Um, I think I could sum up his feelings that he thinks the game is uh, like he is like one of the I, that guy's one of the biggest Dragon Age champions I know, and he said he really enjoys the the improvements to Dragon Age Two, and there's enough story hooks and enough character development there to keep him going. But the stuff that he laments the most is how much they recycled so much content and how little and how there's like this great story and these great people but there's just not the space for that for that experience to grow and flourish and what is that one mean? city one city oh. just one dungeon one mansion tile set the same oh, characters. oh yeah nothing. yeah that, that is one thing i will say about dragon yeah. age 2 the game itself is overall great but the sheer level of recycling of dungeon material was pure and utter lazy on bioware's part that is unfortunate and even like between chapters like apparently like kirkwall you're in that city for like 10 years or something and like between the different chapters the only thing that will change is it'll be sunset now or now it's high noon. <laughs> That's the only thing that changes over the course of the They don't even decade. age your character models or anything? Apparently all those sh- – well, you can, say, you can tell me better, uh, Rose. Do they age no, your character I, I, models and stuff to make you look older, Rose? Um, as far as I know, there's only one character that ages and that she, she starts – you meet her in the beginning of the game. Actually, no, there's two. There's okay. two characters that you meet in the beginning of the game that are uh, teenagers and okay. they're adults. So they have to age because of that. But, right. but, as, but as, everyone as else is on the Fountain of Youth or something. <laughs> or they have yeah. plastic surgeons in Kirkwall. Oh, the crates move around, says Cavalier. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. So finishing out the list, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Lego Star Wars 3, Crisis 2, NBA 2K11, NBA, MLB 11, The Show, and Fight Night Champion. So that's three RPGs. Uh, but really only two RPGs because it's counting both versions of Pokemon on the top 10 for March. Yay, RPGs. Um, Here's another cool thing. The DS, uh, the 3DS has sold just shy of 400,000 units. Good? Bad? Respectable? Well, clearly it's a failure because the iPad sold a million in the same (laughs) (laughs) So, ow, that hurts. I can't laugh. Is that just in the U.S. or is that all over also? That's a, that would be the U.S. Well, that's pretty good, I suppose. I, yeah, I don't think it's too bad. It's not sold out anywhere. Um, I like the spin here. It's like, oh, we, we, we prepared properly for the launch. That's the spin. That's why it's not oh, selling sure. out. We have enough. We have enough to meet the demand. We didn't do that for the Wii. Like what? You told us you were making as many as you could for the Wii. So yeah, obviously the demand isn't as high as like for a Wii. But still, that's pretty cool. Do you know how it compares to like the DS when it originally came out or the Game Boy Advance? I do not. Um, I, I remember like there were stories that on the first day the units sold were like higher than the other systems. But apparently overall, I don't know how it compares. Many internet powers for comparison. All right. That's it. Give me a second. Stall, stall. Stall. <laughs> All right. So Reggie fils or Phil's anime, depending on what you want to call him, um, I would characterize it as a launch where we learned significant lessons from the launch of the Wii. And we made sure to have not only ample supply in the marketplace, but we staged supply so it would not sell out. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we learned to make more crap. I, I can I can accept that they're making more stuff than they did when they launched the Wii five years ago. I can at least accept that. We had product going direct to store, and we also had product in retailers, um, so we uh, in their distribution centers, so that they could easily replenish when they had stores running low on inventory. 
The strategy is why you didn't see massive sellouts on Nintendo 3DS. Obviously, a sell-through of 400,000 units in one week is exceptional. Oh, that is just one week. That's pretty good. And the fact that we achieved that without being people being worried about massive stockouts and shortages just underscored how we properly executed our supply chain. Okay, whatever. Or it could mean that it's, you know, not as popular as the iPad, which not a big shock. No, I was just saying that because that's like there's a lot of spin people are throwing on. Well, you know, clearly handheld gaming has gone yes. to yeah. Android marketplace. As though there were ever as many people buying DSs as Apple products. Oh, and clearly the Android's Angry Birds is reason not to show you that. Yes, Angry Birds proves everything. But there, that's Angry my Birds. Stuffy analyst voice. I like it. It's good. <laughs> oh, good. We do have a story on it. All right. So this is cool. Oh, did you find anything, Manny? Um, I'm think I'm I'm reading around. I, I read like something like four hundred thousand in the first month. For what? For the DS. For the re- first DS. Okay. Yeah, this is like the first week, right? Yeah. So well, that's that was, like, Angry Birds RPG. Angry Birds RPG. Yep. You're reading Angry Birds uh, board game. Yes, where you get to actually break stuff down. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Really, you, you really just buy it to get the toys for your kids to play with, but, you know, whatever. Choking hazard. Oh, that's a good point. No, I guess you shouldn't do that. What you should do instead is get excited about the new... This is really cool. Dragon's Dogma was announced this week. So, one, it was really sad that it's not a new Breath of Fire game, okay? <laughs> Very sad. But it's a cool high fantasy action RPG set with like griffins and dragons and Wait, big... it's actually an action RPG? Yes, for it's sure. an action RPG. Okay, so, I wasn't sure about that in all the the previous itsuno like one of the guys working on the game said we've seen a great deal of open world action rpgs over the years but there's never been one that really put everything together in the action parts we figured if there hasn't been a game made by people who understand how action works then we ought to do it ourselves we wanted a game where the player is thrown into the world and needs to figure out how to stay alive via nothing but his own controller um so that's itsuno who is the director of the game and they also have it's basically jeff Western developers, let me show you how it's done. Yes. Out of the room. Because the Japanese... Hey, hey, the Japanese people know some things about action. They gave us Devil May Cry. So, I mean, for for its time, that was an advance in action. But, all right, whatever. Um, Hiroyuki Kobayashi, the the game's producer, said um, it it was from... It was plain from the start that this was going to be a huge project. It's also one filled with experiments that are first for Capcom, so it's really sort of it's a it's really a groping sort of process. Everything about it's been an adventure. Uh, let's see. Did it say yeah. groping or gripping? He said groping. Because <laughs> they're groping for the next handheld. They're you know climbing upwards. You know, translations. You have to use the words that fit best, and sometimes it's awkward. All right. So here's here, let me explain to you. So. This is kind of like a Monster Hunter game where you're taking out huge beasts and you got to like work together with some other people to take them down, but it's single player. So here's how this works. It's a four-person party, but you only control your own character, the director said. The other three are AI-controlled, one of which is the pawn that you'll be raising by yourself, meaning your character. The remaining two are... Okay, so yeah, yeah, okay. So the other three party members is a pawn like you you raise them kind of level up his stats and stuff um the ra- the other two are characters that you rent from someone else by connecting to the server so your friends also reigning uh, you so you have your main character and you have the side character that you're help 
you're helping raise while you play. So you're going to go and rent someone else's side character that they're raising from the server and join them into your party and work together. So you'll using the net to play with AI characters raised by your friends, which creates the feeling that you're playing with multiple characters. That's why you could also call this a multiplayer network game for a single player. Making it fully online creates a number of other issues you need a certain amount of people to play. You might want to go to bed but can't bail out of a game and so forth. So part of the concept has been to eliminate those issues. You could think of it as really an easy-to-get-into network game. So how is it an RPG? Let me explain. Um, let's see. Who said this? Uh, Kobe uh, Itsuno said, We're making this game such that you can beat the monsters even if you build up EXP, collect good companions and or pawns, and sit back and watch the battle unfold. So you can level up and stuff. We call it an action game, but that's not all it is. Kobayashi continues. You can fully configure your party and put as much th- thought as you like into battle, which is something we're doing for people who really want to get into this world. So it's meant to let you explore the RPG side of it if you want to level up, explore the action side of it if you want to focus on the action. You get to play with characters that your your friends have raised. Dragon's Dogma. We don't have release date or anything that's uh, coming out. I think for... it's 2012. Right? Oh yeah, it is 2012. Is it just PS3? Q1. Q1. PS3 360. PS3 360. Okay. There's some interesting things I, I'm gonna I want to talk to with you guys about. Like, um, so it sounds like the way you said, just watch the action unfold. So it sounds like if you just grind a little bit, you don't even have to actually fight the battles. You can just you'd probably have to grind a lot to do that. But that's what he said, isn't it? Hmm. So it seems like what's the reward then to want to invest all that time and sink into like Devil May Cry? You get that good because you need those skills to beat the game, or like Ninja Gaiden or something like well, that. Well, it sounds like you're able to choose. Do you mm. want to spend time grinding, or do you want to develop the skills? But to I wonder play how much grinding wise? is it actually? Yeah, I do you don't think know. it's a lot? I, I have no idea. Well, if it's one of those games that plays on autopilot, it better be pretty. And what about the asynchronous, the asynchronous, synchronized, you know, sort of multiplayer? Does it interest anyone here? Hmm. I don't know. I never play multiplayer in games, so. This, you know, this will work. This will work fine, and you get to tell your friends about it, and you can maybe work together to help. You can level a character one way, your friend can level it the other way, and they complement each other, probably. And then he's like, so you, when you lend a character to your friend, can you not use it? I don't know. We shall officially classify this as a wait and see. uh, Well, based on what he said about trying to get rid of the obstacles to playing online, I would say that would not be a problem because otherwise that would just be a hurdle that would get in your way, right? So if they're Mm -hmm. trying to really make it convenient like they say they are, then I would think that's not a problem, but who knows. So I'm just confused why they would go through that instead of just... You know, allowing the other person to play with you and build his character with you it just seems thing, easier because like, they're even Japanese. Like Torchlight at this point is like lets you it's like for on like four to six multiplayer people, and so you know I'm trying. It just seems Japanese like for such a people big don't want to play title. online with each other. I, uh, yeah, but but then why make a very then why go after Oblivion and Dragon Age and make a very Western themed title? Is it really no? It's just Western themed in art. They've just decided to go with Western myth- mythology, right? I don't, how is it really a Western-themed title? I don't, that's not the impression I was getting from the Captivate people. Okay. Like the Giant Bomb kind of people and everyone, they're like, when they were talking when they saw the game. Oh. Yeah, I haven't heard that yet, so I don't know. It seems well, like they directly... Said... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, 
like you said earlier, they're like, let us show you how to do action games. So I guess they're just showing us how they do online games as well. You don't say, hey, Oblivion and Dragon Age and every other Western, you're not doing it right. Let me show you how it's done. But we're not really making this for a Western audience. I honestly think what this is, is they're not saying it this way, but what it feels like to me, it's like it's it's Monster Hunter for a Western audience, right? Except it's missing the online co-op. Which is like the most important part to like Western audience. <laughs> I suppose, but not a lot of people would play Monster Hunter with me online. I, I actually know. bought it just so I could play with the people in the cast, but I haven't played with anyone yet. We should do that. That's on my yeah, shelf sure. of like a game I actually want to finish, but it takes so much time. All right, has anyone actually seen the the trailer for Dragon Stomma, the debut trailer? I did. Yeah, I've watched it, but I, don't I just watched it. it. It's like really good. It looks exciting. It really? Because awesome. I had the exact opposite impression. I was oh, like, okay. I like I like the art. I like the creatures you're fighting. I imagine there's some dragons and stuff you'll eventually get to that they haven't shown off yet. So I don't. I want to play this game. It looks really good to me. It's interesting. It had, okay. a, it had a shadow of Colossus feel to it when he was climbing up the Griffin. Yeah. I was more excited when I thought it was a multiplayer game <laughs> with actual live co-op. But now I understand now how the camera can change focus and just follow one person and stuff. Like, oh, now he's going to be the person in charge of taking out the griffin while everyone else runs around on the bottom of the battlefield. I was like, well, that doesn't seem fair to everybody else if someone steals all the end kills. But uh, you know, it is funny though. It's like the different perspectives because when I'm like when I saw that Oblivion, the, not the Skyrim trailer, like the first electro game picture, I'm like, all right. I want to play this. I want to play that too, though. (laughs) When I saw this, though, I was like, huh. I was just like, Roy, wait and see. I'll wait and see. (laughs) All right. The only thing I got from that trailer, too, is it looks like it has a real... I don't know if it was just my player, but it looked like it had a really crappy frame rate. Like, I I I don't know if that was just my flash player. I'm watching the Giant Bomb uh, trailer right now. The frame rate looks fine. Yeah, it looks fine to me, too. Okay, yeah. That's my bad, then. It's okay. All right. Um, wow. Dragon's Dogma. You know what? I know what threw me off. It's the animations. It seems like the character gets awfully stuck in animations. Like, it's a tendency for Japanese action games where they really want to show, show you the yeah. character's animations. Well, and I mean, the way he, like, cuts through a few enemies and, like, this... You know, the part where he's running up the stairs that are on fire? Yeah. Monster Hunter's and, all about animations. So I mean, that's, they, that's a, they really want to show you those animations that they spend a lot of time making. Yeah, well, and it's part of the action. It's part of your timing. You have to realize how long your animation takes and stuff. Hmm. Have we talked enough about this yet? Yeah. So let's talk about Sony. <laughs> they hit fifty million PS3s sold to retailers, and that's Worldwide. without a failure rate of fifty-two percent. <laughs> that's without a failure uh-huh. rate of fifty-two percent. You know. It's- it's, I'm hearing a lot of stories about people experiencing the yellow light of death nowadays. Those 60 gigs are dying on people left and right now. PS Move has reached 8 million units sold to retailers, just like Connect has. It just took uh, Move longer. Um, and whatever. And PS3, uh, that's all. It's it, it sold a lot. Do you like your PS3? I like my PS3 right now. I play my I like PS3 mine. every once a blue moon. Oh, I have so much good stuff on my PS3. Class of Heroes just came out on it, and uh, and uh, so did uh, Dungeon Hunter Alliance and all that stuff. So, oh. Class of I need to go. I need, I need to go. I need to go back to playing. You know, like Tales of Graces F or something. That's why I like my PS3. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
dead topic. Um, <laughs> so how about the new Wii? You guys want to talk about that? We know nothing about it. We know a little bit about it. There's a lot of rumors hitting out right now. Here's the most popular one. So this is this is fun. It's going to have a new the new console be announced at E3 this year. Or before E3, like the 3DS. Yeah, it could be just like that. That'd suck. Um, It'll have an all-new controller, which have a built-in HD screen, similar to the Dreamcast VMU. And... uh, Wait, wait, built-in HD screen? Yeah, and then there's a report that says it won't be HD, which makes sense, because that'd be a 1280 by 720 screen on your your controller. That makes no sense. That has a better resolution than the 3DS. Yes, yes. so that makes no sense. But it would have a... So the idea is that the controller would have a screen on it, possibly touch screen, mm-hmm. which I think makes a lot of sense. If they're tre- really trying to draw on what casual folks like, putting a touch screen on the controller to help with your system would, would be a, a smart well, I, idea. Well, would, it, would, it, would it have to be capacitive, right? I and don't not, know. Yeah, I don't. they didn't say what What is the touch be. screen going to be 3D? <laughs> no, the reason why I bring no. that up is because I'm thinking if this is a controller like the Wii that you're supposed to swing around and you have a glass touch screen in there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's going to throw up the weight distribution. So, oh, yeah, can you imagine using a controller and a stylus at the same time? All right. So if they put a con- if they put a touch screen on there, there's no way it'll be a motion controller. Would they dare drop motion control from their next console? Probably. I heard that this thing is going to be completely backwards compatible, though. All right. So then there's no way there's a screen on the controller. We can just or rule that out. Or is it just buy a Wii controller and you can hook it up to this thing? I don't think so. They're going to want something that you can just buy this and get home and start doing something. Maybe with the it. console comes with both. A Wii controller and a touchscreen touch control- controller? Maybe. Maybe there's a single touchscreen controller in addition to the four Wii controllers that you end up getting or something like that. I don't know. All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> Let's see. The NeoGAF rumor says... Uh, uh, it'll be a six-inch standard definition touchscreen. It'll have front-facing camera and fairly standard buttons, a D-pad, two bumpers, two triggers, and maybe more. Hmm. Which is crazy. Hmm. So we've got a few different rumors here. And, uh, you know, it'll be, yeah, Game, Game Informer's rumors say it'll support all Wii accessories and be backwards compatible with both the Wii and GameCube. Yay. It'll be slightly faster than the 360 with an architecture similar to it, such that 360 ports would be easy to do. So it'll come out with slightly better graphics than the 360, which means the other two systems, when they release their revisions, will leapfrog it again. But at least it'll be HD. So that's good, right? And it's going to be a DVD, right? No way they're doing Blu-ray. If there is a 6-inch standard definition touchscreen in the controllers, this thing is not hitting the 250 price point. And I yeah, think they're going to want to hit that again. So I don't know. They're going to do DVDs too, right? Oh, did they say that? Okay, DVDs. No, I'm just asking if it's going to be like a... Because everyone wants to put more... If it's going to be more powerful than a PS3 and a 360, having that extra... Space on a disc. Well, now that's interesting. They, Game Informer said slightly faster than a 360. They didn't say than a PS3. Mm. Well, if they if they make it Blu-ray, then their major has to split profits with Sony. Oh, it's just a small licensee fee, though. Yeah, honestly. Hopefully, you have to buy the lasers too. But yeah, I was just saying that because it seems like uh, a lot of 360 games are shipping on two discs now. Just to... yeah, no, I think well, that'd be well, smart. Isn't that the whole reason that uh, 360 doesn't do Blu-rays because they don't want they don't want to share the profits, pretty much? Well, I think it's just because the it's already established at this point. Maybe that's something you wait for the next hardware revision. It'd be funny if they just standardized on the 3DS cartridge format for the Wii. 
uh, I don't know, or something crazy. I'll download, <laughs> yeah, and, and I'll never do that. So, not quite yet, at least. Yeah, it'll no. take a while. <laughs> oh well. Are you guys interested in a new Wii? Would you get a new Wii if it came out? I have to see what it is and whatnot, and which what other the rumors games are, are on it. Yeah, yeah. What games are on it? Well, we know I there won't this... be a Zelda launch game because they're just finishing up a Zelda Wii game. So unless they... it's going to be like a, a Twilight Princess sort of scenario where you can play an enhanced version. You think they do that twice in a row? Really? <laughs> it's a tra- there you go. If Zelda's a transitional game, but it's okay. a transitional game. But the graphics would need to be so much better on the. Oh, whatever. Fine. All right transitional game what else what else do you think could be the launch title for Wii? what what's timed right would we have another metroid game would we go with, nah, nobody launches with metroid we launch with a mario game like a Probably. new mario game that isn't galaxy 2 like a uh, an innovative would either mario be a game? new mario game or one like the pilot wings hd oh not another <laughs> pilot wings nobody wants that i don't want to say i know people want it but i, I can see him do it yeah pilot wings hd give me a break Super Monkey Ball HD. It's a new um, because you have the touchscreen controller. It's a new Nintendo Dogs for your console because you can pet you your can dog. pet your dog with the screen on the yeah. controller. Yeah, nice. I could totally see that <laughs> happening. <laughs> it's so sad that we're all like, yeah, that could actually be it. Yeah. <laughs> so would that untwisting camera let you do stuff like what the move does, like some very rudimentary motion controls? No, because it, it the it would need to be stationary. Not, uh, oh, the front-facing camera's on the remote. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> exactly. So this is for more like um, taking your picture or something. Would it appeal to anyone anymore if the screen on the controller was 3D, like the 3DS? No, because I'm looking at my your TV. Your eyes wouldn't be able to adjust <laughs> properly. I, I don't, don't think, think that would make sense, but... Because your eyes would have to focus in on the 3D down here, then you look up really quickly, all cross-eyed. That would make for one super expensive controller if you ever had to buy a second one. I think it should have a rear-facing camera on the controller so you can do ARG games on your TV. So, like, look around your house, and we're going to show you all this secret stuff you didn't know was in there or something like that. Then you'd have to have a wired controller, though, wouldn't you? Why? Oh, because wireless video would be difficult to do. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Probably, like, kill the battery on it. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, well. So that's no good. So we're not good console designers, as you may I have learned. Awesome from console <laughs> yeah, we, we did a good job earlier, didn't we? Right. Well, any console we design is going to have a colostomy bag. It's established. <laughs> Sometime in the future, I'm going to be on the bus playing my, like, Nintendo DS. I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. I'm going to look up and, like, sigh for this the system oh. that never was. Uh, Nintendo Chat Wii is says, now on sale at yeah. It's now on sale at Toys R Us and Best Buy for one seventy. Oh nice. Permanently? Or just on sale? Uh, seems for like a little while until the May fifteenth price drop. Right? There's a May fifteenth price drop? That's the rumor. The other rumor that goes oh. along with this one. Alright, that makes sense. Okay, uh, Noodle says they'll launch with Kirby. Kirby HD. Silktail says Pikmin. That'll be where the new Pikmin game we've been hearing about for forever might go. Hmm. That makes sense. When would they launch it? Do you think it'd be like standard, like we announce it at one e three, launch it by the next one or after the next one or something? Probably. Or is it so? Or is it just time for new console and they'll hit this Christmas? I don't know. What about the problems in Japan? Would that slow down production? <laughs> Garrett, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> 
You should at least say that on the show. <laughs> okay, fine, I'll say it. Okay, so I heard a rumor that the system is going to come with RF cables so it can reach sweet resolutions like 260p. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> okay. All right, I think we're done with news. <laughs> All right, I don't have a musical track to interlude with this week, so it is time for... That's my bad. No, it's okay. Uh, it's time for... Uh, our picks of the week. Da, da, da. Ba, da, ba, ba, ba. Uh, what about the reviews on the list? Oh, yeah, those. Do we do those anymore? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. First off, we've got Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky. Fred David McBurney wrote a review that says it's a four out of five. Enjoy some RPG goodness on your PSP. Inazuma 11. Alex Fuller writes a review called that gives it a three and a half out of five. Go play that on your DS. Is that actually out here? No. So where is he playing it? England. Oh, just in England. <laughs> Import it then. Is it a DSi game or is it just regular DS? Hmm. I wonder. Hopefully you can import it. Matches are fun can. to play. Charming characters. Massive choice of potential players. But localization story could be better. Little challenge. No difficulty options. Oh, I didn't read the pluses and minus for Trails in the Sky. For Trails in the Sky, which got a 4 to 5, it had charming characters and atmosphere, a great soundtrack, lengthy playtime, but... Oh, wait, and simple yet strategic combat. But it was a tad on the verbose side, and missable items and quests can be frustrating. Yakuza 4! Sam Marcello gives it a 4 out of 5, says, Deep and well-developed plot, pleasant graphics, combat is refined and versatile, but it's a still a tad repetitive... The high random encounter rate is off-putting, and the world has less immersion than Yakuza 3. Finally, Quinn, why don't you tell us about Super Robot Tyson L? Uh, yeah, I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. Um, I said in a discussion topic afterwards that um, it's, it's the kind of the, the safe middle ground of a, of a long-running series. Um, you know, there's enough in there to make it fun and enjoyable, um, but it just doesn't do anything that makes it really stand out like some of the other games in the series have. Um, so I heartily look forward to Super Robot Tyson Z2, which should be with me next week. All right. And now it's time for our picks of the week. First off, I'm going to give it to our guests first. So Cassandra, do you want to hit us up with what if you have any picks or avoids for this week? Uh, just the one I've been playing for most of for the past month or so, uh, Pokemon Black. That's a good pick. I've been playing that, too. Actually, I've been playing White. How many gym badges you got? I finished the main game and pretty much all of the extra like post-game stuff. I'm just, I've already finished EV training my main team, and now I'm just getting to up, up to 100. Oh, you're just hardcore, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> And you, didn't li- you, you didn't listen to the Pokemon backtrack, did you, Chris? No. <laughs> you might want to. Why? No, well, just listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Okay. All right, just do it. Okay. You all, all you out there too. You have to listen to all our podcasts if you listen to this one. So go watch it. Go listen to that one too. All right, uh, Garrett. Do you have any picks or avoids for the week? Uh, I have two. Um, the first one I started playing, thanks to a Steam deal, was Magicka. And 
it is i i really like it i, I like combining the different um you know elements to make different types of magic um i played with three of my friends luckily the first time i played it and it was just a friendly fire cluster of doom it was we were just killing each other left and right but it was hilarious and uh so i definitely recommend that it was fun it's really fun and uh it's got a really good humor to it like the guy vlad who's not a vampire but you catch him like drinking people's bloods constantly and he's like oh we're just discussing things and uh (laughs) did you did you get did you get vietnam I did. Yeah, I got the whole downloadable content. I haven't tried that yet, though, oh. but it looks really cool. All right. Um, and then, yeah, the second is Borderlands. I picked that up on oh. when it was on sale, too. And, I don't think uh, anybody on the show has played Borderlands. Really? I tried, I, tr- I tried to. I just couldn't get into it. As someone who absolutely loves Diablo 2, I am enjoying the heck out of Borderlands because it, it kind of has that feel. Like, it, it follows the same chemistry, and... Uh, but you have guns. Lots of guns. Am I crazy, or did you p- pronounce Diablo really strangely? He did, did I? I don't he, he called Diablo. it Diablo. Okay. Diablo. I was about to say, <laughs> am I hearing things? No, it's, it's, it's Diablo, and you, you can tell because it's the Spanish word for devil, and that actually has a proper pronunciation. But doesn't matter. Okay, Diablo. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's a lot of fun. Like... Um, you you have your tank, which is like the big soldier guy. Um, your medic is very similar to like an engineer from Team Fortress Two. Like he can set up turrets, and the turrets have like little walls that will at least defend you for a little while. And they actually the turret heals you. I don't know how that happens, but it works well. Um, you have the siren who can phase out um, and turn invisible, so she can't get damaged. But then her melee attack from that point does tons of damage, and you can. You know, you have different trees that you can upgrade and uh, for different abilities. Like, I, I'm playing the Siren right now, and when I hit people, it gives, like, status effects to make their accuracy really low. And um, it's just, it's really fun. Like, especially when you have more people in there, it, it's outrageously fun. So, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. I want to Wait, play Borderlands. Wait, you played on this. Steam, you said, right? Yeah, we actually we have three people to play right now. So if anyone wants to jump in, we have a fourth spot. Or I would just make a new character to play with anyone else if they want to get it. But I mean, there's instances, there's arena where you can do PvP, and there's actually a quest that we just did that involved us surviving three rounds in an arena. And, you know what uh, I did? I bought Borderlands for me and for Michael. Like it was super cheap one night, so I'm like, oh, I'll buy two copies. We'll play it. It was months and months ago, and we haven't touched it. Fourth of July. I think was when it was really cheap last year. <laughs> that that's so actually these... possible <laughs> that it could have been that long ago. <laughs> that's when I got it originally. But now there's all you... this DLC that I don't have. I was just say like if it sound, why don't you play with them? They have an open spot. I don't know because I, yeah, I don't on. have a level character. They'll level oh, you up. They'll take you right through it. Yeah, but yeah, then I miss all the story. There's there hasn't really been too much story so far, and if you're a low level and you jump in with us, I think we just hit seventeen. Yeah. Um, it'll level you up super quick to catch up to us, uh-huh. and then after you catch up, it'll start going like normal. Or we would just make new characters. It doesn't matter. It's so it's so fun. I could do the beginning a million times. Cool. So if if one is, if someone in the audience wanted to play with you, how would they find you to play on Steam? Would they just would join the RP Gamer Steam group or? Uh, yeah, I'm in the RP Gamer Steam group. Um, my name is. I, I think I killer, um, but if you're looking for me via Steam name, it's Sora Two K Four, and 
yeah, we play pretty much every night. We're absolutely addicted to it. It's it's so much fun. There you every go. Our night. Gamer game nights coming wow. back. Every night. That's a lot. Yeah, we try. We, we took a break last night, but tonight we're definitely doing it. Let's see. No players matching that name are found. Let's see if I do it. Right. Oh, really? Here, I'm going to type it in chat. Oh, Sora 2K4. Let's see? I didn't realize you named yourself after. Uh, okay. I can't yeah, Kingdom see. Hearts came out. No, actually, that was uh, Dot Hack. Oh, yeah. the Yeah, that guy. You really do like comas, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, gender confusion. Don't forget that. Wow. Okay. I did anything wrong with that. Awkward silence. Tumbleweed. So, uh, anyone else been playing some good stuff? (laughs) Okay, so I'll go. I've been playing a couple things. Um, first off, I picked up and played with, uh, with Nix and Paws, or Anna and Sam, uh, or Sam and Anna, I guess is the order I said those in. Yeah, with Sam and Anna, which sounds like a, a weird showbiz name. Hey, now to the stage, Sam and Anna! All right. So, so I played Dungeon Hunter Alliance with them last night on my PS3, and Manny, it is indeed a... <laughs> very generic feeling game. However, yeah. it has co-op multiplayer action RPG gameplay and like nobody else does other than like I guess Borderlands. But especially on uh, PSN, so. Yeah, no kidding. So, we have that and because of that it was fun because co-op makes anything fun for the most part. So this was very fun and we did it so and, say you. Huh? I said so say you. So say me. Okay. Well, we <laughs> have so fun say with we it. all. I love Battle Dragon, Dragon's, Dragon's Dogma Dragon. would disagree. Dragon's Dogma would disagree. All right. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, we played it. it. You level. It's Diablo. You run around. You beat stuff up. You collect loot. You equip it. You share the loot that you got that's better for your friend. And you play it on the PS3 and have fun. You can play with up to three other people, so four people total. And um, I'm recommending it because it only cost me 10 bucks, $9.74, because I have PlayStation Plus. Another bonus oh, for PlayStation boo. Plus. Um, <laughs> you can't say that. I recommend it because I'm in the special group. I'm right. Yeah, I'm a PS Plus person. You should be too. So anyway, that was, uh, it's probably 15 bucks normal. So go go pick it up if you have friends to play it with. I would highly recommend hey, not touching Chris, it a, if you're going to play it by yourself. Curiosity, um, uh, what is, how much do you pay for PlayStation Plus? 50 a year. I've gotten more than my money's worth out of that, just out of free games and stuff they give me in discounts. Hmm. So it's like pretty me, good. I would, it would, I wouldn't have any. It would have no value for me because I barely buy anything on PSN. Well, even if you, you get tons of free stuff too, like I got all the Spyro <laughs> games for free. You rarely get like good free stuff. Yeah, I guess. Like stacking is like they'll give you like. I some got stacking stupid. too. Yeah, that's true. That's like the. I think that's the exception to the. Yeah, and the, the first, the first few spirals are good, but th- didn't they eventually start giving you the bad spirals and not? Well, they get no. They, the first three is all they've given out so far, and those are the okay. only ones that are worth playing, apparently. So that that's is what, true. That's what Michael tells me. So I don't know. Uh, the yeah. So anyway, great for co-op. Um, you get to level up. It's a Diablo game. You level up your skills. You pick stuff. And um, if you want to play by yourself, go over to 360 and play Torchlight. 
that is a better version of this game for single player. If you're not going to play Torchlight, you want to play with other people, this is great because it's out now and it works. Um, otherwise, you're going to be waiting for Torchlight 2, which we don't even know when that'll hit console. We just know it's coming out on PC sometime this summer. So, uh, let's see. I don't know what else to say about Dungeon Hunter Alliance. Me and Anna had a lot of fun. There was a lot of dying. And we had this random guy join our party who was, like, better than all of us. But he, was, he oh, wasn't saying anything. How's the anything? customization in the loot? That's, like, the most important question. How's the what? The loot and the customization. What do you mean the customization? How you build your character and your stats. You get a ton of choices. You've got, like, there's, like, uh, what is it? Like, 30 different skills you can choose from? Maybe more? So you get to Multiple classes? Um, three different classes. Mage, mm-hmm. Fighter, and Rogue. Um, rogue can be either ranged or up close DPS. Fighters, of course, a warrior rather is like tanking type class or two handed weapon, and mage is like magic and stuff. Uh, obviously, so you you got three different classes there. You can play uh, one of them, the rogue at least. You can play either up close or ranged, depending on what you feel like. And you got tons of different skills to choose to level up and stuff. Um, we we still haven't gotten. We're only level ten so far, so we haven't gotten to the point where you get like the really really cool skills that like make lots of pretty stuff happen. But we still got cool skills that, um, you know, you, you feel stronger. You put points in. You're like, oh, good, my character improved. It gives you that satisfying feel. The loot is fine. I mean, you get tons and tons of it. And then you have to like sort through your inventory and deal with it all and sell it. They make it really easy to sell it right in your inventory, even if you're not in town. But if you're in town and with the actual vendor, you'll get more money for selling it. So that. That's how they kind of deal with keeping you from filling up, um, but still being able to have a bonus by going to the vendor in town. Um, you know, good loot is good, and they, they color it properly, so you have a good idea. Like, if you get something gold, you know, it's going to be really great. So, um, uh, you can you can take care of uh, your, your Diablo itchings by playing it. And, of course, it doesn't look like it's in 640 by 480, like if you tried to play Diablo 2 today. So, there's also that. But um, I'll be honest, Diablo 2 is still a better game. So if you haven't played that, that's where you should start. But I'm oh, just... and if you're a Mac user, start playing it now. Yeah, because it's going away. <laughs> Pretty much it is. Is it? How's that happening? Um, OS 10.7 Lion doesn't support uh, PowerPC architecture because it's removing Rosetta. And since that game was originally programmed for power PCs, you can no longer play that StarCraft and StarCraft 2 and other power PC games. So in other words, the only major games... You mean StarCraft 1. The only major PC PC games that work on Apple are no longer being playable. That's a false statement completely. If you... I mean, (laughs) StarCraft 2 I know you like digging on Mac gaming, but come on. And WoW would still work. It, it, the Mac gaming space is actually much larger than you give it credit for, and things like the Mac App Store and Steam for Mac is actually creating this like this sort of new gaming renaissance. And game people are actually getting a chance to play older titles they missed out on. New games are coming over, and people are, now that these that Macs are selling are so popular and selling so well, people actually see the value in porting things over. Civ Five is on Mac. That's a fantastic game. And the baseline hardware is pretty good. It's just oftentimes if you're most people just end up buying the cheapest low end MacBook Pro, like a 13 inch, and it doesn't have the best graphics card or any. It's just integrated. But like if you get an iMac or a, a Mac, an actual Mac Tower, or even something a little bit more beefier, there's a decent sized card, and then you can play games like StarCraft II, Torchlight, anything that at at least medium to high settings. 
The uh, new uh, it sounds like there's going to be really nice new iMacs coming soon. So oh, I hear some good things about that too. Yeah. I mean, I know it's easy to crap on Mac gaming, but if you know what, for the people who are there and for the and what's available, it's not it's a decent selection, and you always have companies like Blizzard there to back you up. Okay, well, anyway, <laughs> uh, that's my first pick. My second pick, I'm so happy I finally did this. I said, screw you to all the games on my shelf that I've started playing but haven't finished because I actually came to a lot of the same conclusions Manny was telling to me earlier, but I wanted to save it for this moment to admit it. And I started playing Skies of Arcadia, which is a game I really wanted to play for a long time. And so far, it's really good. Um, It's not really super good so far because it's still early on. I'm hoping it gets better. But um, so far, it's been quality. It's a traditional RPG. The music is good. The the gameplay is solid. The battle system is a little aged, but um, I'm totally getting used to it there's no complaints about it really and um, how far have you got so far i've only gotten a few hours in i i i just pick up my my third party member guy with the robot arm and we're heading oh, yeah. to our next destination he's, out, right? he's like officially hmm? join my party and i'm going to the next yeah. destination yeah so you're playing on gamecube you said i am playing on, i'm playing my ga- the gamecube version on the wii good that's the best version okay I mean, it's really, cool it doesn't like look cast. like GameCube op. It doesn't look like uh, GameCube graphics, even. But I guess it's... that's because uh, it's a remake of a Dreamcast game. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know what this has added. Um, um, it, uh, it, I mean, go for it. You can. I was going to say adds, like, um, a few extra discoveries, uh, a side story which you may or may not have encountered yet, um, and a few optional bosses. Is the is that whole thing from the? Um, with the medical doctor guy, is that the yeah, thing they that added? Yeah, that was stuff they that was stuff they added into the GameCube version. Oh, yeah, the whole Pascal right. storyline. Okay. I think that's her name. Was it Pascal? That, that, yeah, that whole storyline, along with all, I think all of the bounty fights are unique to yeah, the absolutely. GameCube versions. Oh, oh, and the random encounter rate was reduced slightly. Yeah, because yeah. it's really high. Oh, if you thought that was high, played on the Dreamcast. Because I mean, you're <laughs> yeah. supposed to float around and explore islands and find new discoveries. But I'm finding like, you know, what? this oh, isn't oh, worth just, it. I'm just going to go to the next place because this is too wait many a little fights. Bit. Yeah. Okay, eventually, you get a ship that can sail either above the sky in high sky or in deep sky, and there's oh. no random encounters there. And most people, what they do is they fly around the world above all the clouds, and then they uh, drop straight down vertically over to what they want to explore. Wow. Yeah, I did. I did that. Same okay. here. Right. Yeah, it's, 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 it, you do. You will have to wait a little while to get that upgrade. Okay. But, yeah. but once that happens, you're just smooth sailing. I, what I can't wait. Yeah, but, okay. but getting getting that upgrade though is kind of coincident in the point in which, in like several other traditional JRPGs, when you get the um, like the airship and you you're just yes. kind of free to roam the world and you don't have any encounters anyway. It's funny. I never thought of it that way, but you're absolutely right. In the game with airships, how do you do that? You just make you just fly higher. <laughs> okay. Get a better airship. Yeah, you're totally right. I never saw it that way. Um, okay. Well, uh, I can't wait to. What What I really like is like they haven't explained anything about this world, like, and so I can't wait to let the story actually explain me. Wait, What's up like, with this what, place? What do you mean? Like, what well, do you explain? Like, why uh, why why, why why is everybody in the sky? Why do just rocks float? You know that just sort of stuff. Okay, that's just the physics of the world. I mean, there's even you could re- re- read little notes later on. It's like, well, like that's what I'm. Kid, all right, that's what I'm looking forward well, to. Expi- well, it was something like um, it was like a throwaway line, like uh, some like sort of like an alchemist trying to become like a real full-fledged scientist, sort of empirical evidence, and saying like, "Why does water float when it's frozen?" These are the things that we must answer as scientists. <laughs> it's just sort of just how it is. Okay. 
There, there is a little. There, there will be a little bit of explanation provided later. Yeah, just that's what I'm waiting for. I'm, I'm almost I'm, for the most part. It's just how the world is. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, just, forward just to the all the sorts yeah. of backstory and stuff because it looks like it's a richly developed back world. And I don't know if it if it is or isn't, but uh, I know at the very least there's a character who has a ton of backstory that the plot will seem to hinge around learning more about and all that sort of stuff. So we'll see. Um, anyway, story looks good. Um, just so excited about it so far, and that's all I've played. But uh, there you uh, go, yeah. Chris. Yeah, I'm forget about that. Zelda. Play yeah. this. <laughs> I know exactly, right? <sighs> but that also means I'm forgetting about Pokemon and Dragon Quest Six, which I also wanted to finish. Oh well, oh, just well. keep playing Skies of Arcadia. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Agreed. All right. We need more. If you'd like to know more about Skies of Arcadia, listen to the backtrack. Where episode are our top end RPGs of this generation? How come there's no RPGs that people would hold up with like Skies of Arcadia in this generation? Because uh, no one's made any. I mean, is I, Eternal I Sonata I, I, one of them? I'm, is what is what counts as these? What do we have? Do we have anything? Tale, Tales of Vesperia? No, no. I mean, Wait, a good game. Like that charming too. Japanese RPG, or I mean, like games that people would hold up, like Chrono Trigger. Like where are your Tales top tier Xperia. games? Okay, All right. I say I put I've put it on my uh, on my staff profile. It's right up there in position number four, right underneath Skies of Arcadia, Chrono Trigger, and actually no wait no I think Tales of Vesperia is my number three. Well, huh. how come nothing's unseated games from ten years ago? I think I think they have. I mean, it, it just has? depends what your perspective is. Skies has. Well, what else? What did we have for the traditional fans? Okay, there you go. That's the that's the thing. Traditional fans. I don't know what we have. You say traditional, like turn-based RPGs? Yeah. Okay, okay. That's a completely different story then. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Dragon mm. Quest Nine? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dragon Quest Nine Ow. is just Dragon Quest with better graphics. That's it. <laughs> Actually, worse graphics, because it went from PS2 to DS. Oh, I, I hear we're going to hear some big news about Dragon Quest Ten at E3 this year. It's on the Wii. Who cares? <laughs> Unless it's on the Wii 2. That's the big news. Oh, okay. All right, I'll give you that. That'd be pretty I agree awesome. with the chat room for what? Lost Odyssey by far. That's an excellent RPG. Would, yeah. Final Fantasy IV, but not. Hmm. But um, let's see. I'm sorry. Somebody linked me a video of the most unlucky guy in Starfleet, and it's a video of Jordy getting beat up and shocked and thrown around in turbo lifts and stuff. Yeah, that cool. poor guy. Does he have a red shirt, a red no, suit? No, no, no. Jordy has a yellow shirt. Really? Because the red ones are always the ones who die. Well, he doesn't die. Of course, in the first two seasons, Jordy did have a red shirt, and he was un- for some strange reason he was on the com. Is that Doctor Crusher's son? No, that's Wesley. Wesley. Shut up, oh, Wesley! Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, Wesley. There we go. Welcome to the bridge, Mr. LaForge. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So if you much. guys haven't seen this yet, this is going around the internet. Is um, Watch the, the Safe for Work. Make sure it's Safe for Work. The Safe for Work trailer for the Star Wars. Uh, this is not Star Wars triple X porn parody. Thanks for that, Manny. You're no, really no, no, it's left. It actually, no, 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 no. I know it's easy to dismiss it, but it's actually legitimately worth watching because they actually have... Um, this he's really famous Picard impersonator who who does it all the conventions and everything. 
and they hired him. He's not doing any of the sex scenes or anything like that. But they actually hired him to do the writing. I think they had some old disgruntled Star Trek people to do the writing. They actually have a small budget and a story where Tasha Yar comes back, and they get attacked by a Romulan fleet. And it, everyone, it, it's really but bizarre. It's a porn? Detail. <laughs> yeah, you would be surprised how much work they actually put into this. <laughs> it is amazing. So that's Manny's like, pick of the week: is the Star Trek porn. <laughs> I'll, I'll even show you. It's on trekmovie.com. No, Trek I don't movie. need to see it. There's nothing dirty about it. If, believe me. I think you guys can watch it together. It'll be fun. No, I, I don't believe you. That's the thing. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. I mean, Trek Movie is a really reputable site for, for Star Trek All right. And- so the chat room says Lost Odyssey should be recognized as one of the great RPGs for this generation. So there you go. Lost Odyssey. You mean turn based RPGs? He just says great JRPGs. Okay, JRPGs. It is. As an, an RPG created in Japan. <laughs> um, okay. For JRPGs in general, Lost Odyssey. You know what? It really seems like the top tier RPGs of this generation are all Western RPGs, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. Mass Effect, Dragon Age. What else we got? Dragon Age? Get yeah, serious. Dragon Age 1? Yeah. I'll get serious about Dragon Scrolls. Age 1. The Oh, Oblivion. Yeah. Do we count? Do we count Fallout Three? I don't know that we count Fallout Three. It's not that good. Wait, what's the what's the funny part? You're laughing at Oblivion. He's he's laughing oblivion. at Oblivion. He doesn't like Oblivion. Oh, it's a decent game. Yeah, you can laugh at all you want. Okay. Hmm. I I would not put Oblivion on the same tier as Mass Effect at all. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd, I wouldn't either. But oh, um, poor you guys are forgetting when it came out. It came out at the perfect timing on a console that didn't have a lot going on for it oh, during who that. Played summer. the console version. Talk about a the PC lot version. Of people. PC. Play it on PC. Awkward silence. So what I'm, I'm understanding this from that trailer. is we should play it on the PC. Yeah, you must. Play and it on. I say apparently. You don't. You can also play it on 360 and have a decent experience. Mm-hmm. PC is better. Okay. <laughs> Manny, how about you tell us about your picks of the week? <laughs> I ain't got none. Oh. You still aren't playing anything because your teeth? Ooh, ooh, it was big. No, just sort of just chilling. Just taking it easy. Okay. I've been sleeping a little bit. Take, you know. You've been sleeping a little bit? Okay. <laughs> you what are you I doing? Need, I need to are, get some rest. You're just watching this Trek movie stuff. All week long, you need to just get rest? Come on. Do something. Dude, it was big surgery. All right, I can't get barely. I, I I'm not even really back on a solid food diet yet. Oh my! Yeah, lay gosh. off. I, I lay off, man. On this one, Chris. I I got my wisdom teeth out. I was felt better than the, later that day. Yours weren't <laughs> so heavily impacted that your jaw is like razor thin. That if you bite into anything, you can snap it in half. Okay. Yeah, I had the same experience as Chris. Why is your jaw razor thin? I was better the next day. Why is your Why is your jaw razor thin? Simple removal is a different story from like a heavily impacted teeth deep in your jawbone to the point where you have more tooth than jaw, mm-hmm. and it's providing and the jaw providing. I the had shape, teeth that were sideways, man. All right, whatever. But I mean, is this a debate? It's like, oh, you got. <laughs> Your teeth were better than mine. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's oh, right. You can eat hamburgers now, and I can't. You win, Chris. Damn next right. Th- next thing you I know, just want to win something. Cast. Isn't that the theme of this whole episode? I just want to win something. I want to finish something or win something. I mean, even if I feel better, I still can't eat like anything really solid or hard for four months. Four to six months. Four to six months? Yeah. Well, what are we going to do at E3? Well, you guys can eat. I'm just going to have to drink something now. I want to... 
can you, you go to noodles? places with mashed potatoes or something? Uh, no, I can't eat noodles because unless they're um like you can eat them with a spoon because the sucking motion actually causes some problems because I have an open sinus too. Open sinus. One of the roots of the tooth went into the sinus when he pulled it out. Maybe, oh, you have to wait for it to stay in. in a bubble for the next six months. <laughs> no, not at all. It's just wow. I just have to take a lighter weight meal, like a lighter weight kind of food. So, what do you eat at a restaurant? Anything? I don't eat at restaurants. There's no restaurants that can satisfy you. No, I just don't eat at restaurants. Period. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Well, start thinking of some things so you, we don't have to feel bad oh. for you whenever we go out to eat, man. That reminds me. We'll have to talk about this after the post-podcast about hotels and stuff. Yeah, I guess so. Ah. What? Okay. I hope we don't need to change anything. Again. I don't want to change anything again. No one's canceled, so. Um, We actually might get someone extra. Oh. But we'll talk about that after the show. Well, that'll be okay. But I need to know. All right. So... Well, and if Ed hasn't gotten around to submitting his pass... Yeah, I've been waiting on that. I want to know. What's your E3 status like, Ed? i ask him right now. Right in the middle of the show. That's right, because that's how we roll here. And now I've got to ask John Yearworth. What are your picks of the week? Uh, well, since I just wrote the review for it, I guess my pick of the week is probably Super Robot Tyson L. All right. Uh, that's since, I finished, since I finished it and wrote the review for it. Um, yeah. It was pretty damn fun, actually. Okay, pretty easy. I've uh, start, started a new started a new game plus. And take a couple of the different route splits this time. See if I can get a couple of the other secret characters. And uh, yeah, haven't got very far yet, but haven't played it that much. Um, also, been playing a couple of the games on the uh, Valve's uh, potato sack. Potato of, bag of potatoes of. Well, I've 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 owned. Uh, Audio Surf and Defense Grid for quite a while Let's, now. The, which are two the of the games? Attempt in it, to manipulate so. the internet to get um, <laughs> to get Portal Two to come out two days early, even though based on the website, it doesn't look like it's going to work. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's only the counter's not even the counter's not anywhere close. No, no, the the counter is, I believe, the actual original projected release date. Sixty-six okay. hours. It says. Um, but yeah, I say I, I I just like the fact that um, the, the 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 bonus Portal Two content in Defense Grid is quite amusing. Sweet. And uh, the um, the uh, song on Audio Surf Radio, which is uh, the device has been modified by Victims of Science, is has a nifty kind of Portal Two mod. So if you have Audio Surf, go and play it. Sweet. Ed is waiting on letterhead from Noodle. So everybody email noodle at rpgamer.com and say, make Ed's letterhead. So that's, that, that's, and that way Ed can go to E3 and be my cameraman and we can have nice videos. So wait, did he say watch. yes? What? Oh, he's he going. Yes. Yeah, he's planning to go. But, uh, but he then he got approved and everything? Uh, he hasn't gotten approved yet because he hasn't okay. sent in his letterhead. Oh, he needs to do that before t- the 25th. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've told him that. So, let's see. Um, that leaves Roy. Right? Uh-oh. Someone just dropped off Skype. <laughs> um, let's see. My oh. pick of the week would be... Uh, 
I've been playing somewhat of the uh, the Whisper of a Rose and uh, Alpha Kumari for a review for Nixie, but my ultimate pick of the week is Minecraft. Okay, so tell us Silence. why you like r- Minecraft. <laughs> because it's fun and you lets you build crap in it and it's abusing. <laughs> Okay. What you're not gonna say? What you like doing in it? What have you been oh, building? Yeah, I, um, I started uh, building a uh, old Japanese-looking temple in it. Okay, that's something. Starting to going to put in Shinto gardens and whatnot. <laughs> okay. Engage. Engage. If you haven't bought in Minecraft, go buy it because it is fun. I'll wait when it actually comes out. It doesn't come out until November. <laughs> <laughs> when you can have it now. I actually have no interest in building stuff in my games. I, I just want to play games. I don't want to build stuff. Well, uh, what about uh, Little Big Planet? Yeah, I didn't play that much either. I found mm. that I didn't care about actually building in that game. I cared about the platforming, and then I realized that the platforming wasn't very fun. And I really, what I really liked in that game was the graphics and the um, music. So, what I really want are like Little Big Planet Machinima would be would be best for me. <laughs> so, there's a game that I I was able to move on and realize this isn't for me. All right, there's one for you. <laughs> so, I really really like the soundtrack in that game though. They have some really good songs that they found. So that's what I need for Little Big Planet. Why did you get me thinking about the Little Big Planet? I'm thinking about Little Big Planet too, and what am I missing there? And and build your own racer, whatever the hell that's called. Oh, Monation Racers. Yeah. Oh. oh well. Too many games. Too many games. So I'm going to get back to playing them because we're done with our show, right? That's everybody. Did Sandra I forget anyone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went. I I okay. made her go first, I think. Pokemon. Right, remember? Got Garrett yeah. went. John went. And Susie and Dolly and Michael and Sarah and I don't know. I'm just making it. I'm um, Donner on Blitzen. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's just let's just you know. Let's, let's just yeah. Let's just life. wrap this up. Thanks everybody for listening. Again, p- send us feedback at podcast.rpgamer.com. Please also send your um, suggestions for our you know what we should name that console and how we should um, how we should uh, you know make a mock up image of it. Put them in the oh, thread wait, at board.rpgamer.com. We don't do finishing moves. So is that so is that the title is that the title for the cast now? Colostomy back. <laughs> Colostomy. Nintendo approved. Nintendo, Nintendo approved Colostomy. Colostomy. <laughs> <laughs> There's your name right there. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There you go, the Colostoe. So that, there, there's their title. Um, if you can come up with a better one, let us know at board.rpamer.com. Go on the latest updates, latest updates section and find the thread for the podcast. Thanks for watching. We'd love to hear from you. Send us your letters. Send us your feedback. Send us your suggestions on how to make, sh- how to make the show better, segments you'd like to see. And I've got one special question from Shadow4699 who says, Is the Dream Console wireless? Uh, wasn't it portable? Uh, I mean, it was portable and strapped on your body, so I think no. I think you're wired. Of course it's wireless, and it's made out of glass. Everybody knows that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Is the, all right. Is the controller wireless, he wants to know. It's made out of aluminum. I, I think the controller should be wireless. Why not? 
Yeah, why not? You don't want to get sure. tangled around your arm and stuff. Yeah, let's make it wireless. <laughs> I think we'll be okay either way, though. It's going to be an expensive system. <laughs> all right. With that, we're going to sign off, and we'll see you all next week. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. See you later. Bye. Goodbye. And make sure to send us in pictures of what you think it looks like. Because I'm interested. (laughs) Yeah. Colostawee. Engage.